I don't know. I have no clue. You guys what are you doing in that video? That was fucking ridiculous. Well, Ooh, we're recording. Welcome, uh, guys. Uh, this is Easy Peasy Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Whistler. We've got a couple of friends in the house today. What's up? Holly and JR, Hello. welcome. Hello. How's it going, buddy? Uh, good. You're going to have to sit kind of close to the microphone. You can move the table or uh, move okay. the couch if you need to, but I think right there you'll be good. So yeah, we're uh, we're recording our first fucking interview here uh, on the Easy Peasy Podcast. Couple couple good friends in the house. Uh, like I said, I've known Jr. since I was fucking eight, nine, ten years old, something yeah. like that. When was it? When did we like officially meet? I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah. Was it probably at Eddie's house? I would imagine. Maybe so. Uh, I'm thinking it was probably. I, I I saw a picture of us. I don't think I. I just hung a bunch of old pictures up here. Yeah. Uh, but there was a picture of us. We looked about eleven. You know, we were trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I just met Holly uh, not that long ago. But yeah, yeah. yeah probably about a, mm, initially about probably about ago. a year ago. Yeah, but, it was like probably about a year ago. But you two are together for the audience. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Holly, I'm not mistaken, you're an EMT, correct? No, I'm a chemist. Chemist. Yes, okay. I'm a chemist, so I work in pharmaceutical manufacturing. I was way off. That's okay. I, I thought you were both in, in, in the public safety No, stuff, she's the smart one. She's the smart one. <laughs> Chemistry. Well, that's cool. Maybe we can get into some of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, she'll yeah. tell you all about that. But JR is a firefighter, you know, a man's man. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, he does the, the, the good work. So uh, hopefully we'll hear some stories as we go here. Yeah, but it's fun stuff. We're kind of just settling in. I'm going to spark a little spliff. Everybody's got a tasty beverage in hand. I think we're all sipping on Arnold Palmer and bourbon, or what is Holly? I, just, I, I just think she's just, just, Arnold yeah. Just Arnold Palmer. It's just Arnold Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> she went pretty hard last night, so I think she's taking it easy today, mm-hmm. at least for the time being. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you guys, you you turned to the dark side last night. You know, Usually you're the one that saves people when they get wasted and fucking hurt themselves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's say on my off days, uh, I, uh, I have some fun with the sauce. Yeah, yeah. You don't light fires, though. No, I don't do that. That whole thing about, like... I'm good with a bonfire. But... How many How many of your coworkers do you figure are uh, pyromaniacs at heart? Oh, dude, like, 4th of July is our, our day. Like, <laughs> um, I would say St. Patrick's Day and 4th of July, we get pretty revved up for. It's good shit. Um, we got a couple dudes just love blowing shit up. Yeah. Dude, most dudes I know love it. Yeah, like who I've been like that ever since I was a little kid. Oh, I think that's just innate. Um, I was listening to some folks talking. On, I think it was Joe Rogan interviewing like a hunter, and they were talking about how like a lot of times dudes don't care for cooking, except if there's open flames involved. You yeah, know? like <laughs> the grill, like cooking on a fire. For some reason, that like yeah, like that kind of just speaks to us. Yeah, you know? it's like we we love grilling out, but if you want to put us in a kitchen to make like some Italian food, most of us aren't about it. Yeah. Um, we're probably gonna like lose some listeners right off the bat by saying shit like that. General. Oh, but that know, just. Gen- ha- I mean, I'm just. It's that's the honest truth of it, man. Like, yeah. You you throw a grill on, man. All of a sudden, all these dudes are like, "Oh yeah, man, I make a damn good brat or a hot dog or this or that." But then, like, throw them in a the kitchen, they're like, "I don't know what I'm doing." Yeah, and nor do they care to half the time. That might be culture. That might be biology, though. I yeah. Think- well, I mean, like, the the most nervous thing I was when I first got on the fire department was cooking. 
Hmm. It, it wasn't it wasn't going into a fire. It wasn't seeing like nasty stuff on the street. It was trying to cook a meal for dudes at the firehouse. I was so freaking nervous. Funny. And Funny. Uh, even to this day, man. I mean, I've been on for about six years, and um, even today, man. I'm every time I got to cook, I'm like, God, I hope this doesn't suck. Yeah. You're also cooking for like 12, 14 people at a time. Yeah, I mean, it's a big meal, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't. I've put out like maybe one or two bad meals. Most of the time, they're pretty good, but. Um, yeah, still, man, it's just, I, I just am not comfortable in the kitchen at all. I just, I don't know what it is. For me, it's like all the, all the, um, I just know I'm making a mess. And like, I think you can't be a good cook until you're okay with making a big mess. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, that chicken parm you make is pretty good. But yeah, well, I, that's been, I've, I'm not even going to say perfected, but it's been tweaked well enough over the last couple of years, but. Mm-hmm. Even then, I can't make that every single time I cook. So well, that's a skill. Mix it up. Yeah. Like cooking for a lot of people is a skill. I, I I had to do a little bit of it, like doing the outdoor stuff uh, on camping trips. You cook for eight or ten people yeah. at a time, and uh, using kind of limited ingredients, kind of. But you know, there's something about doing it when you're in the wilderness and all you have to think about is like food. Yeah, I, I guess I I get impatient with cooking. I think because uh, it's like there's always something else I could be doing or whatever. Right, which is a dumb attitude. Like. <laughs> Obviously, I care a lot about food, and for me, that's like the missing component is like cooking. I, I love yeah. growing it. I love looking at it. I love picking it. I love eating it, but there's like that middle middle step that I don't do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I eat at the dugout like five, six days a week. Yeah. Because if, <laughs> yeah. if I'm cooking in the kitchen, I'm just like, man, I could be at a bar drinking a beer watching mm-hmm. the Cubs game mm-hmm. while somebody makes me food, and I just pay for it. That's fine. I, and every time, I feel like that's my mindset. Yeah. I don't ever really well, I feel want like during during COVID too, we had to be at home all the time. Oh man, yeah. So like once we could go out and have somebody like here, they bring it to us and then they take it away and then they do the dishes. Isn't yeah, that, isn't that nice? Like that was <laughs> such a luxury that we didn't realize. Yeah, because during we yeah, during the pandemic we were at home cooking every, every fucking meal. meal. Every and meal at home. Man, that got old. Mm. And then I'd go to the firehouse and then they're like, Hey, it's your cook day. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to do this again. Yeah, know? and uh, I mean now it's nice because I'm at I'm at a pretty big firehouse. We got ten guys there, and so I'll cook maybe once a month. So how did nice. I, I I think we've talked a little bit about this in the past, but how did the firehouses um, handle like COVID? And uh, were you guys living there when you were on duty, or were you living at home? Yeah, or? no. So the cool part was is that my job didn't change at all. The mm-hmm. only thing that we had to do is they um, the department. Um, supplied us with these like mass cartridges and stuff on runs and shit and then they would give us gowns and we just had to wear that extra protection and if we knew if we knew the person had covid going into the run we had gowns gloves goggles masks the whole nine yards i mean it looked it looked fucking weird like it looked out of like a you know one of those doomsday movies where you're walking into like a quarantine zone and Mm -hmm. um it was strange man and it just looked it just looked terrible. Like, like I, I could only imagine, like, the neighbors as you see six, like, gowned up people going in and then they bring this person out on a cot. Like, it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. No. It looks like a doomsday deal. But uh, at first it was – at first, man, we we were kind of nervous about it because um, right off the get-go it was killing a lot of people um, just because nobody kind of knew what it was yet. And people were wearing masks and stuff, and like um, a lot of people got sick really fast. Even around the firehouse, a lot of people got sick. But mm-hmm. um, we were pretty worried about it for a while, and then it kind of tapered off. And then we kind of realized it was uh, a lot of the people had like pre-existing conditions and stuff like that who were already not taking care of themselves. 
um, is what we ended up kind of realizing. And so then we were like, well, most of us are pretty in shape here and healthy mm. people. We should be okay. Um, but you're getting tested regularly, I imagine. Yeah, we would have to take our temperatures every day and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, if you, if, I mean, if you were feeling off at all, they were like, stay home. And if mm. you got exposed, we got like, they would have you quarantined for two weeks and stuff like that. But we were still coming to work every day. Nothing changed for us really at all. Um, it was just basically anytime we had to go out on a run is where stuff would change. And uh, it's getting back to normal now, which sure. is nice. But uh, Well, and I think we'll get a little later maybe we'll get into sort of last summer and how that was for you guys because I'm sure it was crazy. Um, yeah. I'm curious, now that I know that Holly's a chemist, mm -hmm. we can jump back and forth between topics, I think. Oh, yeah. for sure. Who yeah. gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, what do you do, Holly, exactly? So, so I do pharmaceutical manufacturing. I'm in the quality control department. So okay. my company manufactures drugs for people. Yeah. yeah. So a company will come to us and say, we have a drug that cures cancer. And we'll say, oh, that's really cool. How do you make it? And they'll say, this is how you make it. You take X, Y, and Z and mix it together. It's got to be this pH, uh, this concentration. And so we will manufacture it and test it every step along the way and say, yep, it's good to go. And then we'll ship it out and it'll go to pharmacies. It'll go to hospitals. It'll go directly to patients. It'll go kind of pretty much wherever. So we test things like the room, make sure the room is clean, the equipment's clean, uh, obviously that the drug itself is clean and doesn't have any contaminants or things like that. And then mm. we ship it out to patients. Well, I'm glad to know somebody out there is doing that job because <laughs> yeah. you're talking to a guy that doesn't really trust the pharmaceutical companies too yeah, much. So a so. Lot of, yeah. So pretty much any, any drug that you take is, is produced in what's called a manufacturing facility. So okay. they, there are certain codes that they have to follow and regulations and everything's very regulated depending yeah. on where it's going well I, it kind of reminds me i guess of the whole thing with like bill gates was saying like oh we can't trust these other companies to produce the vaccines you know he's just trying to make a lot of money off of it i i, I believe but all the companies are like um yeah we're ready uh the machines are sitting idle and we need more yeah, doses so, and you guys are stopping us from producing like yeah what's so that my about? my site had to build like three more lines Mm -hmm. just to keep up with demand pretty much. Do you work for one company in particular, or is your company sort of contracted by the pharmaceutical companies themselves? No, right? so we so we don't manufacture our own stuff. We're more of a third party, so a company that actually That's what I would hope. does the drug, and then they send it to us and tell us how to pretty much how to make it. Yeah. And then we will manufacture it. So we are more of a third party, so we provide like the space and the time and the extra hands to be able to produce it. They develop it. You you do the production mm -hmm. and quality control. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So I so I'm a, I'm what's known as a quality control chemist is what my official title is. So you're in a lab with a bunch of beakers. And yeah, pretty much. Dropping <laughs> stuff into things and you're checking the readings and the checking shit. the readings. Yeah. yeah. So okay. the yeah. So the different departments will bring it to us in these little tubes and they kind of look like they're like little test tubes, pretty much. You like being in a lab? Is mm -hmm. that fun? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I get to wear my lab coat and my goggles and i i bet i bet mm -hmm. being a you know that's like that's science right mm -hmm. that's cool that's cool yeah well it was always fascinating to me that you can take different machines and uh, put just a little drop of something in it'll tell me the freezing point of something so do you have like a chemistry dream job well if i was gonna do anything i would be a sommelier 
sommelier. Which is a wine expert. Yes, yes it is. If I if I could do anything in the world, that's what I would do is be a sommelier. Too cool. I like that idea. Um, Just sit and talk about wine all day. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. I'm not a wine guy. I like <laughs> I like my cheap light beer but um yeah i like mm-hmm. beer and bourbon but, <laughs> but that's so that's a cool job i know and like learning about the yeah. what, what do they call it terra firma of a yeah. wine uh, mm-hmm. is that the correct word like the body of it and stuff where well, I, it, there, I forget what it translates to exactly but it's got to do with the earth and people can taste a, you know a wine mm-hmm. wine from this and say it's from this area yeah, yeah so yeah, when you become so when you become a sommelier you have to take their exams mm-hmm. and the master sommelier which is the highest level that you can be only two people in the history of the test have passed it on the first try okay so but that's one of the aspects of it is they set you up and you literally do a blind taste test and you have to say like what region the wine is from what type of wine it is what family it is and you have to pretty much identify things about it so yeah right on Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you joke about that, but that's actually part of the exam. Well, and I imagine there's a fair amount of chemistry involved. Um, yeah. You know, as, as... Yeah, you learn about how wine is made and produced. Wine is more alchemy, though, than chemistry, right? It's a lot of waiting. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of it is waiting. So, like, red wine and white wine are actually produced from the same grapes. Huh. The only difference is that white wine is filtered more than red wine is. Well, that's interesting. I, I have an uncle in the wine business. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea that was the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always... all they're all produced from pretty much the same grapes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Too cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wine is a very complex culture. Um, yeah. It's it's. I think it gets almost a bad um, bad image because yeah. it's so fancy, right? Yeah. Well, I will <laughs> I will say too. Just I'm a big believer that like. There's so many different types of beers yeah. that there's anybody who says that they're not a beer drinker is lying because there is a beer out there that you like. You just haven't found it yet. Sure. Same thing with wine. If you're not a sure. wine drinker, it just means you haven't found the right wine. Yeah. I'll tell you my favorite place. Whoa. We got a runaway microphone. Nice catch. There's a dog in the house. There's actually a couple. And uh, I think we just had a <laughs> wire get, get tripped. Did she trip that thing? No, I think it just toppled. It was sitting in the box. Uh, oh, makes sense. You're all, all right. All all right. It was like sitting in the box. So. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a crisis there. We'll, we'll there maybe, we go. Help we'll, me catch. You're okay, Bonnie. We'll maybe edit that out so people's eardrums don't get blown <laughs> out. <laughs> so, Bonnie's so apologetic now. She's like, I'm sorry. Good good girl. You're a good girl. Your fault. You're a good girl, Bonnie. You're okay. Mm. Well, that's too cool. That's, uh, I, I, yeah. I think. And I, it just sounds fancy. Smollier. Yeah, it's, it's a fancy. It's a fancy word. I'm trying to remember what the word is for a Smart. beer expert. Uh, I've got some friends that uh, brewmaster. Brewmaster, right? Well, that's if you're brewing, but if you're a taster, um, there's another word for it. I've had friends that I don't think it's nearly as um, difficult as becoming a sommelier. Well, the nice part is we have computers in our pockets. And we yeah, can, like, well, <laughs> we like, can look, it look it up. Yeah, yeah, look it up. Look it up. Um, but yeah, man, it's funny that. Uh, you were talking about pyrotechnics earlier and then talking about her job. It reminded me of that. When we first started dating, um, I was messaging her and I was just like, hey, do you guys have a... It's, called a, it's called a Cicerone. A, uh, a master Cicerone? Cicero, uh, Cicero, let, let me Cicero, see the word. Cicerone? Yeah, I think it's a Cicerone. Uh, yeah. Cicerone, maybe? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Again, I another very fancy word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but, um, but yeah, pyro, so, pyrotechnics. And, so I was messaging her. I was just kind of dicking around. Just this is when you were first talking. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't okay. even think we had met yet. 
Yeah. And, uh, we were just messing each other back and forth, and I was uh, I was like, so where do you guys blow shit up at? Like, where do you, where you see what chemicals you can mix and not mix and the fucked up ones you blow up? Like, who has that job? And she's like, that's not a job. And I'm like, it's got to be a job. <laughs> it's a job. Someone's got to have that job. Like, you guys got to have a bunker somewhere that you're just fucking mixing chemicals and doing there, crazy we, shit. We do have an incinerator. And I was like, if, if that job that's comes fun. open, let that's me fun. know. And yeah. she's just like... You just want to blow shit up for your job? And I was just like, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'd be way into that. <laughs> well, I remember you as a kid, bro. And yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, I remember, I think it was you. I got busted one time for playing with fire. Because we we had like a bottle of fucking... Uh, was that the time Kelsey's dad fucking came after us? It ratted us out, yeah, yeah. Well, My didn't mom... he come out with like a bat or a gun or something? <laughs> we just fucking took off. Well, we blew up a TV... And we were throwing those fucking mortars down the storm drains. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it might have been that time. That was when we blew up Tegan. <laughs> oh, he like he had hearing damage. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because yeah. we uh, it was me, Eddie, and I think Bobby down at the bottom of that storm drain on the lake, and then Tegan and you and I can't remember who else was up at top. And we lit that fucking bottle rocket off, and it went up, and we were like, oh, it must have been a dud. It didn't blow up. Uh. And then a couple, maybe 15 seconds go by, and then we just do that. Boom, 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 boom. And then we look up the hill, and we just see smoke pouring up there. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> we ran up there, and you guys are all fucking walking around, holding your heads. Like, I'm like, are you guys all right? And you're like, what? I'm like, what happened? You guys are like... The mortar hit the wall and blew up in our face. Uh, I was like, oh, man, we fucked that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deacon had, like, he had fucking, like, uh, soot on his face and shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I'm surprised you guys are still alive. Oh, yeah. Point. Well, it's a miracle anybody makes it past age, like, 10, honestly. Well, you you guys especially, though. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah. I mean, just the dudes in our neighborhood especially, just because we were just fucking animals well we were shooting each other all the time with airsoft and like that was good fun that wasn't too dangerous but uh if if nobody told us to wear fucking eye protection we probably wouldn't we would have shot each other's (laughs) eyes out for sure (laughs) wasn't it you that fucking shot my bb gun in the basement and it ricocheted off the wall and fucking almost took my eye out i remember it sounds like some I don't Christmas rem- stories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. remember, I think Tegan one time, um, I think it was my birthday. <laughs> See if you remember this. Fucking, oh, he I shot know. he shot an airsoft gun up up towards the ceiling and, and blew out the light. The light bulb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the light bulb like exploded. And well, yeah, because I think <laughs> was it, shit out of us. it was his or somebody and he was just like, it's not even loaded. Boom, it just blows the lights out yeah. in the basement. Hey, je- uh, ladies and gentlemen, the first rule about handling firearms treat every gun as if it's loaded okay because it probably fucking is because it might be um yeah there's no they say the most dangerous gun is an unloaded quote-unquote yeah gun um how many how many accidental shootings have you responded to shit dude all the time really um yeah it's it's usually just guys fucking around and they'll uh you know they'll be like oh check out this new gun i just got and like and they'll just pop one off and their their legs, their friends' legs. I mean, usually it's not like the horror stories you hear on the news where like, you know, someone will there was a, kill there his was friend. A girl, but there was a girl I went to high school with, and uh, her boyfriend was accidentally shot because somebody walked in and was acting like they didn't have a loaded gun, and yeah, and did. Shot, yeah, shot uh, yeah. And so it happens. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it happens pretty frequently. It's stupid, but yeah, it's too bad because it gives like gun ownership a bad rap. Well, and most of the time, those guns aren't even registered and shit, and that's where the that's when like the cops show up and the dudes will freak out and they try to run away. But I'm like, 
you got shot in the leg, bro. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. But, and yeah. then we're like, why are you running? They're like, well, my gun's not registered. And she's like, that. I'm like, yeah, well. well can't help you there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a couple different arguments there. I know I know of a guy. Um, you ever heard of the Black Guns Matter uh, movement? No. This guy, uh, Taj. Ta- uh, oh, I'm sorry. Not Taj Mahal. That's a blues guy. Uh, Maj Toure. That's his name. Maj Toure. He, uh, That's a name. yeah, he's all about like, you know, legal gun ownership, but he's also, you know, in favor of, um, ha- having a process for former convicts to reinstate their, their rights as gun owners. And I can see, <clears throat> I can see the need there. You know, yeah. a lot of people got locked up on felonies for having over an ounce of grass, you know? <sighs> yeah. And, and so it's like, uh. I would I would certainly be upset if I had been locked up for having, you know, say two or three or four ounces of That's un- you know, cannabis and, and, and then I can't own a gun legally for the, like basically the rest of my life, you know? Yeah, that does um, it just doesn't make sense just because like I don't think they can vote either. You know, voting rights. Uh not if you're a felon. If you're a felon. I don't yeah, actually I don't think so. Yeah. Um That's just it's stupid, man. It should be a misdemeanor at most. But yeah, again, I'm not the well. Who's was it? Reagan's war on drugs. Yeah, is where all that shit kind of started. That's where it started. I mean, it started before that because um, he didn't like the hippies. Yeah, you know, it's too bad. You know, I've actually it's an interesting topic because like the hippie movement, a lot of people think that there was a certain amount of um, manipulation involved from the CIA and right. like, and they were trying to delegitimize what in a lot of ways was a really cool movement. Um, but they, you know, there's, there's evidence that like they, they brought in a lot of that LSD, you know? Right. And like maybe the guys spiking the punch bowls at some of these events with LSD were like CIA guys. And they're just like trying to make this shit look out of control. You know, yeah. Cause it halfway was, uh, already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I've seen some videos of Woodstock. So, and yeah, I'm not yeah. claiming to be an expert. This is just whatever. This is just stuff I've heard about, but like <laughs> makes you think about, um, I don't even know if I want to go here, but like the, the Capitol Hill insurrection quote unquote, right. Um, there, the FBI has admitted they had sort of people there in, in the crowd. Yeah. You know, and I just, Everybody's, everybody's so worked up about that event. Still, they still talk about it. It bums me out. It's like, I don't think it was as fucking monumental as everybody's making it out to be. It was kind of just a bunch of people, just like we saw in Indy, just getting out of hand. Yeah. And doing dumb shit and fucking around and causing problems. Well, it's the same, it's, it's the same argument both ways. It's where you got those, that select group that gets out of control and it makes the whole populace look bad. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's how that's how it gets a lot of the time. And um, and that's what sucks, because, you know, most, of, I would say, minimum 80% are there for just a good time and doing what they want to be there for, no matter what it is. I mean, whatever we're talking about. And uh, But then, like I said, it's that little small group, whether it's planned or not, that just fucking lose their minds about it, guys, and then shit gets out of control. You guys see that movie about the trial of Chicago? Eight, was that maybe? Oh, the... Mm-hmm. What's that title? Yeah, it's like the trial. It was like the trial of Chicago 7. The Chicago... Uh, let me look it up. Anyway, it was about this huge riot that happened because they were protesting the war. Mm. And uh, pretty much the 
police had implanted that pretty much like put people in yeah the trial of the chicago seven yeah they like put people in the crowd to help like instigate the riot pretty much yeah Yeah, and then um that they attacked the cops and that you know and it was just this whole big fucking thing and well i was great movie how they they uh they organized this movement without getting a permit with the city and that was a huge issue and like all these dudes were on trial for this and it ended up working out in their favor pretty much but the whole trial itself just kind of shows how ridiculously skewed the view of what happened was Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's it came out at a relatively perfect time because it was when all that shit was going down last summer Mm -hmm. and uh Mm -hmm. yeah man it really uh I'll have to watch that. Yeah, it opens your eyes quite a bit. It was a good, was a good to, movie, though. Yeah, the judicial system and how that kind of works against, you know, movements like that. Well, I think they call them agent provocateurs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like the, the the nomenclature for mm-hmm. these for these plants, um, these government agents that are you know they're probably working on somebody's orders. It's like not. It's probably not anything that was thought up on a high level and it's not a big conspiracy but somebody ordered somebody to yeah stir things up with these I, that's my assumption at this point because yeah I, I mean i only saw what i saw but i had to be i had to be there for my own sake i had to be a witness to it as weird as that sounds um so i was hanging out with the bikers when all right the, all the all the protesting kind of kicked off yeah i and, remember i remember seeing your videos and stuff about that yeah and i was just there to kind of keep an eye on stuff and um and i was into it for you know well, for yeah, a lot of I mean, reasons for a lot of reasons i was into what was going on i, I think uh, a, a, before even, before the riots I was well i think even at the the smallest level you just want to be there because this will be most likely in the history books at some point you not necessarily want to be a part of it but you want to be observant to it because well, it it's felt like a it big had deal. it felt like it had potential to build up to something really cool really good it did um, and yeah. it, and in a lot of ways it felt it felt like it did Mm-hmm. Felt like it did. It got it got totally bad publicity, obviously, for a lot of justified oh, reasons. Of course it did. But I mean, like we all knew it would. That night, you know, so I was there for I think one day of like total peaceful protests. Another day of like bigger peaceful protests, but as the night took, you know, as it as it got dark and as people didn't disperse and well they had those curfews um, and it seemed like yeah. right as those curfews ended, man, shit just broke loose. Yeah. Every night. Well, because they'd, they'd start getting on the loudspeakers and saying this is an unlawful assembly. And, uh, you know, really, that just pissed everybody off. Well, yeah, that's off. not smart. That just pissed everybody off. And they're like, you know, disperse or, or you know, basically, okay, so what I saw, I was sitting there just, I never got off my bike because I'm like, I'm not leaving my fucking bike. I wouldn't either. I just bought it. I just, I'm like, I'm not leaving this <laughs> yeah. thing unattended. I, I kept that shit between my knees. You know, and frankly, had my pistol on my hip too, and I'm just hanging out with the bikers, who nine out of ten of them are armed. And sure, we're just we're just keeping an eye on things, basically. Like everybody was kind of just having a good time, you know? right? Yeah, having fun, like joking around, like whatever. Everybody was glad to be out of the house because, like, yeah, no fuck, shit. fuck lockdown and like that that whole thing. Well, was that was, all went down in what March? It was uh, no, I think it was later than that. Uh, I think it was, it was like, like June. May. Yeah, May. Or June. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, it was like May or June. Oh no, COVID kind of really picked up in March, and then that's when the shutdowns happened in about May. We had been shut down for at least two or three months. Yeah, at yeah. that point, at yeah. least that long. Right. Yeah, shutdown happened in May, and then I think all of this went down in like. Right, right, right. June. No, no, no. I yeah. think shutdown started about February, 
or something. Late yeah. February, oh, early well, March. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The two-week lockdown that turned into a year. And yeah. then I think it was like three months of lockdown, and then like George Floyd happened. Yeah. And everybody like came out, and um, it was kind of a powder keg, obviously. But I remember the night when the violence started. I was just sitting there, and uh, tell you what, we're getting a lot of road noise, aren't we? Oh, it's just that one one car. Motorcycle, vroom vroom. <laughs> I like vroom. it. It's, it's good white background. We noise. can close that door if it gets worse. But there he goes. <laughs> Adios, <laughs> adios, muchacho. Um, but no, that first night, I remember I was sitting there with the bikers, and and we see, um, you know, the crowds kind of like just just refusing to disperse. Okay, yeah, That's, that was it. And they kind of were marching down away from the circle. We were all sitting at the circle. They were like two blocks down on Senate. Um, I was gonna say, I was like, was this the night you guys were going up on Meridian, or was this when you were going down on Meridian? I believe. Uh, I don't. I can't say because they all went in like different directions. Yeah, it was. It was kind of. It was. I can't remember. Well, it was sure, like but. each each night. It seemed like they either went north, south, east, or west. Yeah, always on the move. Um, yeah, for sure. And but it was a big crowd just marching yeah. and 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 shouting and. And I, I remember they're like two blocks down and you know, there's there's kind of a couple of groups, obviously. A bunch of people are still at the circle. It was right. so it was so crazy. And then I hear I hear a window break down yeah. there, a couple blocks down. And everything goes crazy, you know, tear tear gas goes, all that shit. Right. And and I see this guy running up the sidewalk all of a sudden with a skateboard, like I've heard reported a lot of other places. Just breaking windows. He was the first guy I saw just breaking public property. Yeah, there's a white guy with a skateboard. You know, one. I don't. You know, that's the guy that I look at and I'm like, I'm pretty sure somebody's paying that motherfucker. You know. Yeah, or you're just that person that's just gonna wreck shit because you feel like you can. Well, you know who who's to say exactly, but. I'm afraid that this shit's all been like turned up to eleven on purpose. It's, yeah, no, I, I can, yeah. I, I can totally see that. But like at the same time, it's just like one of those like, you're one of those person, like you're one of those people that, you, you wouldn't start a fucking food fight, but if one happens, you're gonna fucking go nuts. And like, oh, I, that's nine out of ten people. Right. Well, but I, like I'm saying on a very elementary level, but like at the same time, I feel like as soon as like some people see somebody breaking shit or blowing something up they're like oh fuck yeah and they just right, you get they caught, just lose get all fucking no that's exactly my point that's exactly my point a riot starts with the first guy mm-hmm. the first guy and you know but like you said the first guy who's that guy could easily yeah who's that guy why is he here why is he doing it yeah. and is there something behind that i yeah totally could see that so Anyways, I not, mean, who's who's the fucking say? I mean, not like, not trying to turn this episode into conspiracy. No, 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 no conspiracy but. town. But like, you know, I, I'm just very interested in keeping a skeptical view on things. Yeah, and I think that movement had a lot of potential to be good, and you know, the it, it was for the most part, and it was for the most part, it was, it was, and that's always been my kind of take on it. Uh, is that nine? You know, people need to like basically just accept that a lot of people mean the best always always for and, sure and and even when it goes to shit well and I'm, I'm i'm interested to see what the history books look like in about 20 30 years about all this stuff that's yeah. what i'm interested in i don't trust i don't trust the history books. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh i think i'm if i have kids i'm not gonna let them read the school sanctioned 
fucking shit, man. I'm gonna let them read whatever the fuck they want to read. I, I would. Lo- I just like yeah. When they come home with it, that's when I'm just gonna be like, let me read that shit real quick yeah. because like I was I was down there when all that shit went down. Like I wanna. I what's wanna, I wanna what's see that what it says. textbook telling you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm skeptical. Well, history is always written by the winner, so. Of Typ- course, typically, of course. yeah. And I'm just skeptical of like government schools. So like yeah, you, you, they win, they write the history books, and then they teach your children how to how to think. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And that that was kind of my joke because I mean, hell, I was a huge history buff throughout all of school. Um, God, and I went to college for it. But yeah, it was kind of one of those things where I, I I ended up realizing that where I'm like, you don't really hear about the losing side much no. on any of these things. Well, that's like one of my favorite books. It's called uh, "If um, If the Allies Had Fallen," and um, so basically, it says what would have happened if the Axis power won, and stuff like that. Like, uh, but but it also goes into the nitty gritty of like World War Two might have not happened if the French held their western border against Germany, but they didn't. Hmm. And um, there's been multiple reports of like assassination attempts on Hitler within his own within his own ranks if france had held their western border they would have assassinated him and then been like hey we're shutting this shit down he's gotten out of control mm. but they were like once we took the west side of france all right actually it's game on you know let's see what we can kind of do out of this maybe maybe he's actually onto something and they just kind of let him roll mm-hmm. and i was like and it, that was like one of the biggest chapters for me where they were they were just saying Pretty much, if uh, if France had just kind of held held the wall up on their western side, World War Two most likely wouldn't have happened. And it's it's just crazy shit like that. Um, that that's the stuff I like reading about and like getting into. It's one of my favorite books because it just kind of shows that if if any of these chips had fallen in uh, multiple different ways, things would have been totally different. Have you ever seen uh, Man in the High Castle? That's that's what that's yeah. all about too. Yeah, I've started that one. It's it, I, I I watched a little bit. I kind of lost interest. I think the acting is not great. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the idea is really cool. And the you know the um, the what's the word? Sort of the 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 whole motif of the show is kind of cool. Yeah, and I've heard the acting gets better as it goes. So I should give it another <laughs> shot. But the the whole idea is like yeah, uh, basically we lost World War Two, and uh, and the western half of the United States is owned by Japan. And the eastern is owned by Germany. Germany. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a very it's an interesting concept for a uh, Yeah, and the middle part is like no man's land, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it's like Red Dawn, man. Like I love I always loved Red Dawn because like it's just a bunch of motherfuckers, a bunch of high school kids out in the mountains, like refusing to comply. Wolverines. Wolverines, <laughs> baby. Like we ain't going down without a fight, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. That'd be like if it happened in our hometown. I don't think they'd be very scared if we're just like shamrocks. Well, it makes me think of this buddy I have down in Bedford, you know. And I won't say much more, but like he's just a he's he's a well armed individual we'll say that he's got lots of friends they're all you know he he assures me that they're not like the white supremacist types at all right at all um in fact they were at times tempted to come out and run security like i I met some of these types down in bloomington yeah um these are well-armed you know generally speaking white guys although there was a group of black guys from indy that came down um sort of a you know black militia from the city right sure. um down in bloomington when that shit went down uh with you remember this with the uh there was protests going on 
and some lady like ran into a couple of protesters with her car. Yes, I do remember that. And the next day was fucking tense. Yeah. Yeah. I went down there with my gun. I I grabbed my shotgun, you know, but like and I, I'm not sure that was smart of me, but that's what I did, you know. It's just kinda like being in the you know, being in the pro in the protest yeah, when I, the riots kicked off. Not the smartest thing I ever did. But I, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Like I, I, I had to gain like a little bit of perspective. I, I think I'm like at this point, pretty sure I'm going to avoid danger <laughs> generally wherever it pops up. Um, but you got to learn that one way or another. That's your safest move. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, some of those people, man, like uh, they're just drawn to that. If there's a danger aspect, they want to be there and they want to be in it. And which I, and maybe that's me, I guess. I mean, I get it to a point. Well, fuck, I mean, like, it's kind of like me with my job, you know? Like, people are like, how do you just run into a burning building? I'm like, that is the funnest fucking shit I've ever done in my life. Of course it is, man. I was like, there's not, a, there's not a roller coaster I've ridden that is better than a kick-ass residence fire. And I'm just like, it's just that adrenaline rush, man. You just fucking, it's awesome. And that's, of course. Of it's course. not like we wish for buildings to burn down and shit like that, but when they do, we're fucking gung-ho about it. I mean, <laughs> it's what we signed up to do, you well, know? And that's... It's one more reminder, you know, this fucking fun, this whole podcast, I'm pretty sure a big theme is going to be like, we are animals, you know, like, yeah, we are wild at our core. We've been domesticated, but like guy like you doing the job you do. Well, and even just (laughs) trying to understand the, the basic, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the chemistry side of things. Like I can totally, I have those two parts of my brain. I feel like you guys are a cool balance because yeah, we have the chaos and then the calm. <laughs> yeah. Chaos and order, man. Chaos and order. Um, yeah. That's what last year was all about, I think. We had a little too much order, then we had a little too much chaos, right? Yeah. I mean, well, at the same time, we've also talked about uh, like raising kids, where I think she's going to be like the... No, ho- follow the rules. Holy shit, so-and-so is doing this, and I'm going to be like, yeah, no, he needs to get dirty and cut up and get some bruises you know well we even did that with bonnie so bonnie yeah. bonnie is it's a glow-up collar so we, we put her out outside we can see where she is yeah and uh, i let her out one night and i was like all right bonnie have fun your rave like don't do any drugs and then from and then from the kitchen i just hear him screaming he goes no do all the drugs <laughs> and she came into the kitchen she's like i feel like that's gonna be uh kind of our parenting style like, we, we've, esta- we've established yeah. our parental roles <laughs> yeah i was like yes. i feel like yeah our biggest argument is gonna be uh just raising our kids being like you need more structure i'm gonna be like you need to back off <laughs> it's gonna be it'll, it'll, it'll be it'll that be, yeah. it'll be a nice balance of well i think hey, those... let's go let's go ride our bikes i'll be like with a helmet I'll with like, a helmet, yeah. I'll be like, do a barrel roll. That's with classic, though. That's so classic. Like, that's how my folks were. Um, oh, yeah, To a dude. large extent. Like, and I think that's biology. Like, the mother, of course, is nurturing and and, and, and worrisome and, like, safety first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? And the dad, that's 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 the natural role is to be the encourager. And just to figure it out. The, 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 the hands-off encourager. Right. Yeah. Sort of like. Yeah. It'll be inter- it'll be interesting to see. Mm. Well, but like, and but I've seen it go so opposite too. Like with like, like uh, usually men with their sons, they're just kind of like figure it out, rub some dirt on it, all that shit. But if it's something with their daughter, they're like, "What do you need? Yeah. I will. I will. I will break this earth for you. I guess you're right <laughs> about that. I guess you're right. And about that's that. how it is. Well, it was funny, dude, because like, um, so I'm the youngest of six kids. And I was the only boy, so it was me and my five older sisters. Uh-huh. And 
I would I would leave to go to my buddy's house on like a Friday afternoon after school, and my parents would be like, "When are you gonna be back?" And I'm like, "Probably Sunday." And I would go from like Clay Terrace where I lived up to Thirty Second or Thirty Two and um, Carey Road. I mean, not close at all. That's a hell of a bike ride. Right. And uh, my parents would just be like, when are you going to be back? I'm like, uh, Sunday probably. Uh-huh. They're like, Enjoy. okay, see ya. And they wouldn't give a fuck. But we lived, so the neighborhood I lived in, we lived right across the street from this mall, Clay Terrace. And uh, my sisters would want to go. And they're like, oh, I'm going to meet up with some friends. And they'd be like, JR, go walk your sisters to the mall. And I'm just uh-huh. like, they're older than me. And they're like, you let him go wherever the fuck he wants, whenever he wants. And now we need to escort, and my parents are like, by "Yeah, our little brother. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, by our little brother." They're like, "Yeah, nope, that's the way it goes." And like, mm-hmm. I understand it because, like, you know, somebody, you know, creeping on me or being weird with me is probably a lot less of a option than you know, three high school chicks, and yeah. that's it's, that's it's the well, unfortunate part, for- unfortunate say, truth true. of our world. Every yeah. every high school um, girl has a story about some guy, some dude being, being a creepy. Fuck I mean, I still get the I still get creepy guys. Oh yeah, all the time. I see them all the time at bars and stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah. back the fuck off. Right? Well, yeah. well we were at the, remember when we were at the liquor store the other day, and we were going out <sighs> to the lake. Yeah. And so I got a I got a case of beer, and I'm chatting with the. Woman she's the yeah, she's, who's, who's yeah, she's checking me out. She's like, Oh, you're going to the lake. Yeah, she's in her like, bathing yeah. suit. Like, she's you know, we're about to head yeah. to the lake. We're two minutes some, away. We're some stopping guy, at the lake. Some guy behind me beer. who's probably like 30 years old, older than me, not involved in the conversation, just butts in. He's like, Oh, I like your shorts. I like your shorts. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. You're staring at my ass. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, uh. that's a weird compliment in general. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. It's yeah. why I'm all about like my female friends getting their license to carry a weapon. Yeah, you know, or taking fucking like karate type classes. Yeah, like, Taekwondo, yeah. jujitsu. Yeah, kick yeah. their ass. Yeah. Hell yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of women's self defense classes. Yeah, I, took, I, I took one when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Actually, martial arts is quite an, quite an endeavor. I want to take jujitsu. I do. Um, I have not started. But, my brother, but, my brother just started taking jujitsu. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, self defense classes are much more to the point. Yes. It's like, here are the points of weakness. Yeah. You know, most of your fucking muggers are not freaking. They're not strong. I mean, they're strong, but they're not like uh, they're not strong um, they're, martial artists. They're I not mean, trained in. Dick. They're not trained in dick. <laughs> they're just shitty or fucking they? assholes. They're just pieces of shit. Yeah. And. And yeah, so what? Gouge the eyes, you know, hit, remember, hit them in the balls. I like, remember my class. The the big thing that they stressed was being loud and being speaking very clearly. So mm. they were like, because I, I mean, when I was in high school, I was seventy five pounds. Mm. So they're like, if anybody tries to pick you up, they're gonna take you because you're seventy five pounds and you're skin and bones. But the one thing that they can do is, I would just, I would yell. Yeah. And say very clear words of no or fires usually gets people to turn around more or yeah things like that just to get other people's attention. You have to yell fire if you're about to get raped. Is that fucked? Is oh, that, dude, it's the dumbest is fucking that shit. Fucking ridiculous it's or sad. what? It yeah. is just. That's what they teach. That's what they teach little kids too. They'll teach little kids to instead of saying no or I don't know you, they'll say very clear words of "This is not my dad" or "I do not know this man." Yeah. Or they will say "fire" because it gets people's attention more. It's than just the crazy shit, man. Thing. Wow. And yeah. yeah, I just I don't know, man. It's just the weirdest fucking. Well, it's the reality of our world. A lot yeah. of people, you know, I think anybody that 
that really um, thinks people shouldn't have the right to own a gun are not living in the real world. I just don't think they understand. Well, I I feel like they watch the news too much is what it is. Yeah. And it's... It depends on which news channel you watch. Uh, and it just... It, it almost teaches you to be afraid of it, and it's a it's a protective right that you have. You know, I, I heard a story. I was at the laundromat, and, uh, you know, just down the road from here, right? Yeah. And uh lady that works there says, a couple days ago, this fellow was in here. He had his gun on his hip, you know, open carrying, which sure. I'm, I'm not... I'm not for, I'm not against, but yeah. I, I, in, in, in terms of a right, I think you, do what you want. Right. But I don't think it's the smartest thing. And here's a perfect example of why some other asshole, probably some kind of like, you know, junkie, whatever, what I, you know, homeless, who knows, who knows? I'm not trying to generalize, but like a desperate person and a malicious person takes the gun and, I believe he just ran with it. I don't think he tried to shoot the guy or nothing, but he just took the gun and ran with it. The other guy goes to his truck and pulls out a long rifle. I believe, and the lady said it was an AK. You know, I believe her. You know, she yeah, she probably be. she probably knows what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, she lives in Mars Hill. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> she gets it. I'm so glad I'm not in Mars Hill. I'm in I'm in a little town, a little fucking neighborhood. I'm not even gonna say which, but. You yeah, know, a little place where th- that shit doesn't happen too much. Uh, yeah, I heard a couple rounds go off. Yeah, of, well, I was actually talking to off. I was actually talking to Holly about it. So I I've worked in this area before, and I was mm-hmm. like, people around here typically don't shoot and stab one another; they just burn each other's shit down. Oh, really? Any, any gang related stuff that's out here, it's um, they just burn each other's houses down. That might be what that is. Yeah, and, there's um, some of your buddies. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, yeah, that's uh was my guys today and um yeah i mean the west side burns a lot mm. it does um the east side is a lot more trauma related runs like shooting stabbing stuff like that but the west side it's almost fire strictly wow and so it's just it's very interesting the dynamics of the demographics and where they are and how they settle their quarrels their shit yes <laughs> can i get some more of that bourbon of course brother of Hell course yeah. thanks buddy i appreciate you <laughs> So, um, wow, wow, what a conversation. Good job. Good job, everybody. Oh, he's done talking about whatever, man. <laughs> you know that. But, man, like, the funny part, so we were talking, uh, we were talking today uh, with some friends we were with earlier, and um, it was kind of the same deal. We were just kind of like when we all met and, like, some of the dumb shit we did, and so I was like, I can't wait to talk to Michael about uh, the, I wouldn't call it a, I wouldn't call it a TP war because we never were retaliated against. <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> so there was this certain individual that lived a uh, this, uh, this. Shall we say a cute girl? This cute girl that lived down the street from Michael, and the best part, I think, my favorite part of that whole fucking story uh, is going to Target. We walked everywhere as kids, like you know, or rode bikes. You know, nobody took us anywhere. We didn't have cars and shit. Yeah. We're walking back. Well, hell, we're checking out a Target with a bunch of ninety six rolls of fucking toilet paper. <laughs> Two teenage boys. We were giggling the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ladies just like you motherfuckers. Like I know exactly what's going on. And then we're just walking down the street, both just you know, 30 pack fucking toilet papers just strapped to our arms, walking down the street. And again, man, like 
I'm sure cops drove past us and they're like, God damn it. <laughs> they just knew it was about to go down. And so we were talking and we there was no real reason why we even went after this girl. It was just she was close. It was just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was the close or- but not too close. Not even her fault. It was it was literally the order of proximity is what that was. It's like, well, we can't do Kelsey. She's right there. She's right there. Her dad we can't is terrifying. Do Sydney. She's, She's right, right there. there. <laughs> we can't do Eddie. We can't do Bobby. They're our friends. We don't want to do a, a dude. We like all the dudes. Well, and they're our friends. Like, you know, they're, like. They're I, buddies, you know? I'm like, yeah, I know their parents. I'm going to feel bad if I see them cleaning that shit up. And so. Like we were, their parents. Yeah. So we were like, you know, who do, who do we know who's close? And then Michael pops up. He's like, hey, how about this girl who. Um, how about Taylor? Yeah. yeah who, I had a, who I had a crush on in like elementary school. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, let's go. And I was just like, let's fucking do it. And so the funny, the best part was, is we bought the toilet paper before we even knew who we were going to go teepee. It was, it was so preemptive. We knew we were doing it. We just didn't know to who. (laughs) And uh, the best part about it was, is we had so much toilet paper. We thought we were going to use it all that first night and we weren't even fucking close. And so we were like, all right, we can do this again. Yeah. Again and again and again. Sweet. Yeah, we did it like at it least was four. It was three, three three nights in a row in a to the same house. <laughs> the was same... it in a row? Did yes. we really... No way. Yeah, oh it was three God. nights in a row, and... <laughs> and that was the best part, man. It's ruthless, man. <laughs> and the best part, man, is like the next morning, like the little fucking assholes we were. We'd ride our bikes past their house, watching them clean it up, and then we're like, cool, we're going to hit it again. Oh, my God. We were cocky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the, so I think it was it was either night two or night three. There was a car that was coming down the street, and we go, fuck, car. And we all dive into the bushes and shit. Uh-huh. We're all in the middle of it. This dude stops his car in front of their house, and I'm like, oh, we're caught. He saw us. He knows we're here. Rolls down his windows and just goes, Nice. <laughs> rolls, his, rolls his windows up and fucking takes off. Oh, man. Like, we were cracking up, man. And, oh, I mean, it was just so, but it was it was stuff like that. And, and that's where, like, look, that's, that you know, that's that's little high school games. But at the same time, there's there was that element of danger and getting caught. And we're out at three in the morning, yeah. riding our bikes with a backpack full of toilet paper, just being fucking morons. And technically, it's vandalism. Yeah, now we ring doorbells. So oh, you imagine oh, yeah, like, oh, my now? God. Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't I think that's in one of their that. commercials. Isn't yeah. it in one of their commercials? Unless you're good enough to throw a fucking black piece of tape over it yeah, you before gotta, you go. Hey, that's actually all you have to do. That's sneak, covert sneak option. Up to the now, house. Yeah. Hey, boys. Hey, hey young men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just. Uh, if you want to TP a house, here's how you do Dress in black. Yeah, and well, sleuth your way. And up. we were even cocky too. We fucking we TP'd our whole fucking house, and then we take selfies in front of it. Like, oh, we weren't subtle. We weren't subtle. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think she knows. She doesn't know to. This she day, knows now. She? Oh, no, okay. so she came into school. I I think I spilled the beans. You to did. Her. Yeah. We, oh, damn it, Bonnie. <laughs> hey, come here. So we've had that conversation. So we actually just we. Come over here. Uh, come yeah. up here and lay down. Is she good on the couch. Go ahead. All right, come here. Come lay down. There you go. Lay down. Um, so we we've we had the conversation not too long ago at all. I was like, "Did you ever talk to her about that?" And then he's like, "Oh yeah, so I spilled the beans on that shit." Yeah. But so I, I but it's I like remember the next day too. You she like, came like in. You didn't even wait. Well, because no, next no, day. no, no, no. It was years later. Well, because oh yeah, because yeah. we hit her Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Yeah. And then we went to school Monday, and she comes in like, "Who the fuck <laughs> TP'd my house three fucking times?" And she's yeah. so mad. 
And I mean, I'm like, I'm that fucking kid in that photo who has all the veins coming out of his face, red as fuck, just <laughs> trying not to laugh, trying not to say anything. And she's accusing like all these dudes that are like, I don't even know where you fucking live. And like, and the whole time, like she didn't even bother to even like look over my way because we hadn't talked probably since middle school. And so, well, I, mean, I thought it had been years. We since. TP'd her in like eighth or ninth grade. Eighth grade. I'm gonna say it was like eighth grade. No, we were freshmen, and uh, was a freshman. It was Aaron who came with us, and he was an eighth grader at the time. Is that right? Yeah. And uh-huh. so she was just fucking pissed, and I couldn't even imagine her mom, who was a teacher at one of the elementary schools, being like, "Who are the motherfuckers that keep doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of cleaning this shit up." Yeah, I I admitted it to her. I'm pretty sure it was the last year or the last. Uh, I'm sorry, the last week of our senior year. Yeah. Um, you know, because like senioritis, we're all just like about to take off, and I'm like, "Hey, Taylor, how did, how did that even get brought up?" Well, I just you had just... a class with her, and it like it was cracking me up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was like this four year secret, and I was like, "Hey, Taylor, should have just TV'd her house again." <laughs> yeah, four years later. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, I think I, I think I had just cultivated such a nice guy persona that like no, I think that's kind no of, one would have ever suspected it. I think that's but. kind of what it was, man. Because like we didn't have, I at least I don't think so. I guess if if anybody listens to this and has a different opinion, fucking shoot me a message, let me know. But I don't think like we were that group that had many, if any, enemies in the no. school. We were buddies with kind of everybody. Yeah. Um, I remember even the guys I thought were assholes um, in high school. I ended up like being buddies with by the time we got to college. You well, know? yeah. I mean, I think it's just some of those. We had some guys in our school who were just kind of assholes all the time. But I think it was just because they were always just trying to fucking put out that I'm fucking cool. That macho energy. And I, honestly, I think I was like just late to the parade. I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just didn't give a fuck. I was like, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to hang out and just kind of be friends with everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. everybody was cool in their own right. No doubt, no doubt. But that was that was just some of the funniest fucking shit. Where I, I still thought to this day she didn't even know. And oh, I told her. I told her. Well, I was and like, it was me. It was Jr. It was uh, uh, Aaron, Aaron. And uh, yeah. but it, well, the funny part too is that we uh, we posted up our fucking facebook profile pictures with us in the middle of the night on that friday night with toilet paper on our heads yeah, yeah. and we throw that up and i'm just like and i thought for sure she'd maybe make the connection but it, but it was so subtle at the time i was like oh we're totally gonna get caught but it now that i go back barely, and think about it barely subtle so uh to give you to give you guys an insight on what i was like as a child no yeah. it's so opposite if you've ever read crime and punishment <laughs> the whole premise of the story is that he commits his crime and then nobody figures it out. Nobody knows it's him for years. And then he finally breaks down and tells everybody, he's like, no, it was me. This is how I did it. You guys didn't figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, like, wanting to be caught and, like, want, fool- almost, like oh, wanting, yeah. almost like wanting the credit for it. Oh, yeah. Well, and I've looked her dad in the face since then. Like, I, I remember we ran into them at dinner one time. I was with my parents. And it was like, we I didn't bring it up, but... Actually, did I, I might have. I might have brought it. Up. I I don't know, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past myself. I, I could see. I'm, I could see your dad doing it, being like, "Are you one of those motherfuckers that DP'd my house three nights in a row?" Yeah, I, I can't. I can't remember, but I'm not going to claim I did. No, I might have. Sounds like you're pretty good with secrets. Keep them for about four years. I'm really <laughs> terrible. I'm really terrible at keeping secrets. Everybody, oh, I am you too. Should know Sur- that. Oh, but, I'm, I'm bad at surprises. But like, it was such a. Presents. It was such a relatively harmless prank that we wanted to be caught so bad. We just wanted her to know eventually that it was us. 
Yeah. But at the, I, I was honestly, I was probably saving it about till this year, till that ten year reunion. And if I saw her, I would have gone up and been like, "Hey, I wonder if there's gonna be a reunion." Dude, I we, I haven't heard shit about it. I haven't so heard shit. So I don't either. think we are, which is fine. Um, Maybe you'll have a, an eleven year reunion. I mean, it's different though because like. Well, think about who would be in charge of that, and I, you know, I'm not sure if we should even say names, but uh, she's busy. She's busy. She's yeah. a very successful, busy person. <laughs> and yeah. Not in a million years would I expect her to think of a, a ten year reunion to be on her radar with the shit that she's got on her plate. So no doubt. No doubt. I'm That's, not worried about it. I'm like maybe Keith ought to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, well, my thing too is like the ten year reunions. They've lost their luster. Like. Yeah. They're because we have Facebook. Like it's not true. True. It's not Ten like years we doesn't all, feel like a long time either. Doesn't feel. It, like it would have though if we didn't know what was going on in everybody's life from high school. Sure. And my, so like my class had a five year reunion. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Me? Fuck mm-hmm. that. Like what have you done after five years? Some of you have graduated from college. Absolutely Some of you haven't nothing. even graduated from college. Like you've, you've done, done nothing. nothing. You've, done <laughs> <laughs> you've gotten drunk since. You've, yeah. You've, You've gone to college. Maybe you've graduated yeah. after five years. You went years. to school like, or you got a job. You realized you were a functioning alcoholic, and that's where everybody is right now. Like five years is five years after. Fucking I talked. High to, I talked to some buddies that went because I went. I went to a Catholic school, so there was no alcohol at the five year like, reunion. At twenty three years old, I was doing nothing of importance. Exactly. No. Well, he, yeah. Well, one of my friends just said uh, it pretty much just turned into everybody just went to the bar after. Mine was just. I would just. I would. I would just <laughs> sit there at the age of twenty three. I would just be like, I can't believe I looked up to fucking twenty three and thought they had their shit together. It's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. None of us know anything right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing I do know. It's one, of my, it's one of my favorite things. Where it's we like, still don't know anything. We still don't we're, know anything. It's like the thing. We're, we're all in that video game where you skip the tutorial and you're just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And that's, that's where, that's, uh, yeah, that's where we've been since leaving college or even just getting out of high school and going straight to work. Like, we're just like, how the fuck did our parents do this? Well, I'd say the two of you know what you're doing a little bit, at least. Um, <laughs> you're looking at a guy that lives in a garage, so. <laughs> well, hey, you're Judy. looking, you're looking at you're two looking people, at two who fucking live people that live with our in-laws right now because we're trying to fucking build a house. Like, it's, yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, we, yeah, we live with my dad right now. We live in his attic. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> we live in his attic. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, so I, okay, I was going to ask because I was like, did you move into the new house yet? Or is there no. a new house? No, so we, uh, so we were building a house or we, we were going to, we had a land. We had we land. Got, we got a piece of property that was on the lake and we were going to build a house By on it. an RV. Well, no, and their HOA, let, the you can't HOA have doesn't let us do Motherfuckers. it. Dude, there is no fucking lake around here that doesn't have an HOA on it because you know people be pulling that uh, shit on left and right. And so, um, no, so it, it actually, it became such a pain in the ass that we were like, we don't even want to build because we haven't even broke ground yet. And like, we're already, it's the most stressful shit. Oh yeah. I would say. So many phone calls. Don't, don't wow. build a fucking house that isn't already in a, like a residential neighborhood where everybody's building a house mm-hmm. and you have to go through a certain contractor and everything's already pre-approved. Cause if not, you got to jump through so many fucking hoops, and it is. I think I, I think I called. I think I called twelve different soil companies until I got one that answered, so that way we could do a soil. Test. Yeah, so we're at the point now where we're like, we're gonna we're gonna buy a house on the water, Just buy and renovate, and that's it, and then that's all we're gonna do. Mm. So you're gonna so, sell that piece of land? Huh? Well, we we, uh, no. we we just hadn't we had a. It was un, it was pending. It was, it was pending a pending offer. contract. Okay. And then we backed so out we of just it, pulled and out now our it's, offer. It, it'll go back on the market. So. Yeah. Wow, wow. Um, 
we well, learned we learned a lot, but it was a lot of shit that I was like, I'm not putting up with this for. Well, to build right now, I know it's just <sighs> ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and they're like, expensive. well, yeah, and they're like, oh well, construction costs have gone down forty percent. I'm like, yeah, but they're still two times worse than it was before the pandemic. It's still very expensive. 40% from what? From where it was, and now it's down 40%. But I'm like, it's still two times as much for a piece of Mm -hmm. plywood than it was before the pandemic started. Like, no thanks. Well, you know, I bought bought like four grand worth of cedar uh, because I was afraid it was going to run out. Uh, And like, it never ran out, but it did get more expensive. Right. Yeah. So you probably saved the money in the long run. Probably saved either way. A little bit, unfortunately. Like, uh, Have you burned through it all? I got a little bit. I got a little bit. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. No. All right. <laughs> no, I, I probably got one or two more builds. Uh, you know, builds worth. Yeah, but that's not bad. Yeah, and whatever. You know, it's uh, the, that's the nice thing, I guess, is the shortages have not come in a lot of regards. But no, the, not the really. The prices have have gone up. Yeah, and it's uh, it's like that with fucking everything right now. Yeah. Yes. Well, and I think shortages are still coming. Uh, I heard something about China. That, like, there's a port that sends some god ungodly number of uh, containers our way every every fucking day. Yeah, and um, they've been shut down, and they're gonna be shut down. Like, hmm. why? I guess this. Delta shit. I don't know. That's. I mean, that's already out. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Or maybe it just was shut down for so long. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that ripple is not like. Well, and they said they said yet. the same thing about lumber companies. And I know I got a couple of buddies who were in lumber, and they're like, "We never fucking stopped production. We worked yeah. the entire time through that shit." They're like, "I don't know what the fuck they're talking about." They're like, "Look, we're making hand over fist right now." God, you know but, that's the thing. I shouldn't even pay attention. I should just like keep my eyes on the shelves. But that's the thing. Yeah, you yeah. got you got to pay attention because like your work depends on it. And if if it right. does run out, holy hell, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to find a lumber uh, like a mill nearby that's just milling cedar down. You know, just buy straight from Indiana them. In and just bulk. buy straight from them. Yeah. That'd be smart. Yeah. Yeah, but I I just I don't have enough storage at the moment. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Um. And that's, I mean, speaking of just like not, uh, not trying to pay attention to it. That's like I've kind of made a pretty big stamp on it. Where I don't watch the news unless I'm at the firehouse. Mm. Like they have it on every morning and mm-hmm. like whatever. But other than that, dude, it's like it's local stuff that I'll pay attention to. Yeah. And but other than that, man, like they'll they'll put on like Fox News or they'll put on CNN and shit. And I'm like, I cannot. I got about thirty minutes of it, and then I'm like, I gotta go. I can't. I can't keep watching this shit. Like. It's mostly garbage. <laughs> and it's just depressing as fucking... I'm like, throw a fucking, like, hey, yeah. this little puppy's on a skateboard. Watch this for two minutes. Like, I just feel like if they structured it like that, I would just be a little bit better. But it is just like, hey, yeah. this happened. And then, you know, we had the... Tragedy, col- the tragedy. Yeah, we tragedy. had the collapse in Miami, and now yeah. we, have, we have a fucking a shortage of this and now this price has gone up gas is now at fucking 350 a gallon and yeah. in in california it's five bucks and like it's well i just took a trip out east and back and i'm glad i got it out I got, i'm glad you know three bucks a gallon the whole way pretty much it wasn't too nice. bad yeah but it, it just seems good. like it seems yeah. like after every story i'm just like oh fuck and then the next one i'm like fuck 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 and i'm just like this sucks like this yeah, is just yeah, it's just yeah, overall yeah. i'm just like man this is it's just dross it is just uh-huh. the most depressing shit every day i'm like how do people how do people watch this every single day for hours a day well that's why like i'm trying to have this this podcast is about like 
living good, right? Like living solutions based and like, yeah. you know, I want to, I want to fucking help people like live a better life by, by gardening number one yeah. you know, and shit like that, you know, just like, let's, let's move beyond the fear mongering and let's like, that's why I like getting my information. I, I trust very few voices these days. Right. It's like, I listen to Joe Rogan. I listen to fucking, um, Russell Brand. I really like Russell Brand. I think he's a smart motherfucker. I, I, I listen to, um, I mean, I like Ron Paul, but I think he's a little like narrow minded and shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. In some respect. He's got a little, not narrow. Bit. That's a, that's a, but narrow, uh, he only talks about, I would say he talks about the Fed and economics. I would and say shit. tunnel vision with certain things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, whatever. Who cares? He's just he's kind of boring at times. So. <laughs> <laughs> but like these are the voices I've come to trust. And like other than that, like fuck the cable news guys. I mean, it's funny that like it's like Tucker Carlson is like the like most sensible guy out there right now. And I hate even saying that out loud. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, you know? and I but honestly though, like with you saying that, I think that's why like. <laughs> Joe Rogan's podcast has just millions of viewers because it's, it's just it's real shit. Like it's it's real people speaking their mind on the fly. It's hot mic'd the entire time, yeah. and and that's what people want. <laughs> they don't want this scripted shit of just depressing news that we pretty much already know about anyway. Every single time, and and they will beat a fucking story to death. Yeah, if it gets comments on their fucking posts and mm-hmm. gets people calling in upset about shit and oh, they'll stay on the same thing for two weeks straight forever yeah, yeah because it's just they just beat it to the ground and it's one of those deals where I'm, I'm i just can't do it and that's why i think that's why a lot of people have just kind of moved to podcasts or even like making their own and just again spitballing just because when you can just kind of put your words into a mic it's a lot easier and it makes you i honestly it makes you feel better well, you might like this. I mean, I feel like I'm ripping Joe Rogan off, but that's not the thing. Is like he didn't invent podcasts. Well, no, and he's just been the best one at it. Well, but know? he's also he's an so advocate good. for it. Where he's like, "Look, if you got something to say, fucking buy a twenty dollar mic and a fucking mixer and go for it." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's and I honestly think it's almost like our version of therapy nowadays, where if you can just talk into a microphone and see if people see if people listen, listen or yeah. agree, or if they're agreeable, then hell yeah, dude, go for it. I mean. Y'all got places to be? No, I, my fucking watch is telling me to stand up. <laughs> no, fucking, no, that's why I looked at that. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous, dude. It's just like it's like you should stand up, go walk around, and I'm like, I'm don't, taking a day don't, off. Don't fuck tell, you. don't tell me what to do. Yeah, fuck you, watch. <laughs> I'm taking it's my day off. Eat a dick. And I was like, I was at work, you know. We fucking, I worked out. We had, oh, yeah. we had two residence fires. I burned three thousand calories yesterday. I'm, let me sit down for a while. <laughs> Let me watch some Netflix. Fuck you. Sit down for Fuck too you. long. It's like, stand up. Not my chin, not my problem. You know, you know what I'm we not going to be governed by a watch. <laughs> Fuck you, know, you know what we just started watching? What's that? Because I've, I've never seen oh, it. Oh, shit, dude. Um, so it got to the point where, and you'll agree to this, um, I, I'll, I'll say all this kind of just outlandish weird shit, and she's just like, you're so funny. I'm like, I'm not funny. SpongeBob's funny. SpongeBob's funny. And she's like, what do you... She's I've like, never seen it. I've never seen Spongebob. What? Yeah. She's like, I've never seen Spongebob. I'm like, I've never seen it. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, how have you dated me this long? That's like a quarter of my personality. It's, like half, it's like half the jokes he makes. Yeah. And I'll just go like straight over my head. And I'm yeah, like, and she oh, doesn't okay, get it. And say. so like, and the funny part was, is we watched that first episode, you know, where Spongebob gets the fucking job with the Krusty Krab and shit. Uh-huh. And the anchovies show up and... 
<laughs> sounds ridiculous to even talk about no, without talking. viewing it, but it's that quote. It's that fucking quote from Mr. Krabs where he's like, "It's that smell, that smelly smell that smells smelly," and fucking ice. And Holly's like, "I've heard you say that a billion times," and she's like, I'm like I, was, "I honestly thought you were just being dumb." <laughs> just well, I, yeah. I am. Yeah, but yeah it is. You're that right, was the show. Yeah, that show raised me. <laughs> so. Which says a lot, but... Um, well, you were the guy that turned me on to, like, Invader Zim and all the weird shit. Well, that's what I told her. I was like, we gotta watch... I'm like, now we have to watch Invader Zim. We gotta yeah. watch the regular show. Now mm. I have now I have Paramount Plus, so we can watch all Yeah, of I was like, this stuff... Well, I'm like, <laughs> on top of every other subscription we are. It's like you and, and Patrick Cardwell. You guys were, like, into all that fucking funky-ass shit. And, like, cur- <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog, bro. Yeah. Like, that shit was wild. It's uh, one of those things where I'm like... I can't believe my parents let me watch this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were more upset about the uh, like the MTV shows where they would bleep out every other fucking word. Because oh, who cares about that stuff. shit? Watch, what? watch, watch, watch three or four episodes of Courage the Cowardly Dog and tell me your brain isn't like turned into garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like well, it's so I mean, it's so out there. Well, I mean, anybody that's a bad way of saying it. But any, any, yeah, they did. Mm. But anybody that it's, it's great, it's great. I would say anybody that watched Courage the Cowardly Dog as a kid has one episode that kind of creeped them the fuck out, and like you still remember. it. For me, it's the eggplant one. Uh, mine remember was the, the eggplants that are like animated. Yes. And yeah, like, yeah, Ugh. those are yeah. fucking weird. Mine was the dude that <laughs> I can't remember what he kept saying. To, I've never seen the show, so it's I like, can't remember. I don't know what this yeah, means. yeah, oh I can't remember God. what he why, kept why saying scary? to the oh dog. God. God. So was, scary, so scary. Yeah, mine was the dude that was like out in the fucking kind of out in the desert, and he kept saying shit to the dog and. I can't remember what it was, but I was just like, that dude is fucking creepy. And it just, it creeped me out when I was a kid. And I still remember that episode very vividly. Or the giant white head where the guy's got the fucking white makeup on. Mm. But Holly said she was like, she's like, when I was a kid, we were only allowed to watch like PBS and Disney. I watched a lot. I watched a lot of the Discovery Channel, uh, Animal Planet, Disney. You know, okay. So Disney Channel. It's funny because like I was not a big cartoon kid either. Like not that my parents made me or whatever but like yeah. i watched discovery channel and history channel we watched we watched a lot of the animal planet because we yeah. were very interested in those shows i liked animal planet mm-hmm. too animal yeah. planet the history channel yeah but we were, we were very my, my sisters my sisters watched a lot of the <laughs> disney channel and a lot of like abc family i've seen gilmore oh, yeah. girls uh, oh, more of uh, more great. more than i care to rec- so yeah. my my sister and i and my yeah. mom took a trip out to california we actually saw like the Gilmore Girls set mm. and bought a bunch of memorabilia. Well, I thought they filmed it in fucking whatever the same town was. Is, um... No, it's no, it's filmed in uh, Hollywood. Is that right? No, because yeah. I could have sworn uh, it was like the same town as Hoosiers that they filmed Hoosiers. It was some town, I think, uh, in Illinois. Actually, uh, it wasn't. I think so it wasn't in. Indiana, I don't know, right? man. My mom ate that fucking show up, and I would always like sit there for a couple minutes and watch Gilmore Girls. I'm like, nobody mm. fucking talks like this. It's so it's nobody's a- banter is that fucking oh my God. good. So fast. It's not so that fast. good. But no yeah. way. Like, cause, and like, I I couldn't buy into it because I just felt like it was so unrealistic. Because I'm like, yeah, nobody's that witty all the time. Yeah. You wish you were, but <laughs> nobody. No, it's it's way too. It was much. the snappiest fucking show. You know what? It's funny though. It is funny. It was. Hmm. It, I mean, at there was times, great jokes in that show. Times. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually liked it. I'll admit it. I, I liked they, it. They, they, they relatively mastered a drama comedy, which is, I think is incredibly difficult a to dramedy. do. A dramedy. It was but, like uh, that, and like Scrubs was kind of that way. Yeah, 
I feel like Scrubs is more of the comedy based than the the drama in, in most yeah. cases. They did have those episodes though. Yeah, for sure. But fuck, I don't know, man. But it was like it was just kind of funny where she was like, "Yeah, I've I haven't seen any of these shows ever," yeah. and I'm like, "Well, so PBS, you said Discovery." Animal Planet. So no Cartoon Network. No. No, we didn't really watch Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Or like the big show, like the big channels. We were like, we're really See, it's crazy watch. to me that I wasn't into Avatar as a kid because then oh. I, I got oh, I got into show. Avatar so Dude. much later. Holy oh, shit! I was show. so into it as a kid, and then I watched it again, and I was just like, oh it's God. still that good. It's so good. I'm it's, like it's it's better now as an adult because like it's now better. yeah it's better. Oh. oh my God! So like. I've heard amazing things about Kung Fu from the 80s, and I think it was almost the same phenomenon. It was, like, perfect for the time and the place, and, like, it, it touched on Eastern knowledge in a very respectful kind of, like, way. Yes. Um, and, like, teaches basically... So Kung Fu, I guess, teaches more, like, um, Taoism-based yeah. Yeah. principles. But, but uh, clearly Avatar is, like... Is like, um, I'm sorry, not Hindu, but uh, Buddhist. Yeah, but I was like, why yeah. did this show ever stop? They oh. could have made. It, well, they they brought back Korra, and it, right, was, right. it was good. That's was a good. great show too. Yeah. But my deal, I'm like, you can fucking, you can run this show like The Simpsons, and I'll I'll keep up on it. Yeah, it but just, there's I, some of those shows that'll just last forever. Like, how long has SpongeBob been on the been oh, making new episodes? Twenty years, like 20 probably. Years? I thought the way they right, but, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, <laughs> I thought is, the way they set it up as a trilogy was just so good. It, it was, was so good. but it was one of those things where I'm just like, I don't care what they're doing. I'd follow this shit forever. And mm-hmm. too bad that movie got made because it was so. Bad. Oh my god, so I bad. I watched about thirty minutes of it. Oh, I, I, I don't like, think I, I made ten I minutes. Do it. 10 I can't minutes. fucking no, do it. It was so poorly made. So bad. So but, and it was M. Night Shyamalan. And I'm like, but like, why don't you make it, why would you make it, uh, what do they call it, live action? Why would you do that? Well, that could be cool. That could be. It, it could be. Yeah, I it don't had, know. It had, it had potential. It did, I it guess. It didn't do well. It was just one of those things where I'm like, no, I feel like if you just left this as the cartoon characters and kept it the way the show yeah. relatively should have been made, it would have been... Yeah. A masterpiece. I mean, the voices in the show are so good, and like it was just so weird to see like live people try to be those characters. It'd be cool if somebody took it and like did it. I'd love to see fucking like a Scorsese um, Airbender. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like the rated R version, super raw. Like, where they're fucking dude. It's like it's it's war and shit. You know, yeah, like, where they're actually burning people and smashing yeah. them with rocks and shit. Like, yeah, that's some gory fucking shit, <laughs> dude. Like they so don't. So the cartoon did a great job of censoring that. Yeah, they never show anybody die. Because it's like Nickelodeon, nobody ever is. Yeah, they can't but do that. They but... imply it. Like well, crazy, and then when uh, when know? when um, Kiark and Bloodbend, mm. I was like, that's some that's some pretty hardcore <laughs> shit for <laughs> a kids show, dude. Shit, I'm, yeah. I'm saying, uh, give us a Martin Scorsese Avatar, and I I'm all about it. I'm all for it. <laughs> it's the next Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. For real. Yeah, it's gonna be brutal, and I'm gonna fucking eat it up. I feel like a lot of the live actions, like they're remaking a lot of like the kids, like a lot of the Disney movies. And most mm. of them are pretty garbage. Uh, some, Mulan some are, was okay. Some of them are good, but Never they're saw. like they're it was pretty good. It was yeah. it was it, yeah, it was solid. They aren't trying to like remake the exact movie though. Like all the like, live actions are slightly different than what the cartoon was. Yeah, or they're making them like Pixar. They're going yeah. from like the Disney versions to Pixar versions. So we uh, we saw this movie. It's called was it the Magic Dragon? 
Magic Dragon. The yeah. Magic Dragon. And it is literally it is the exact same fucking plot as Aladdin, mm-hmm. but honestly, it's more funny. It's more funny. It it's is. Like, Surprisingly. It's like, it's well, like witty. It's, it's, like, it's kind of like the new age wit and jokes and blah, blah, blah. I, mean, I kind of like, liked it more, though. It was more like realistic than... Kind of, yeah. I was going to say... It's the Pixar like version. It's the Pixar version of Aladdin. I was yeah. going to say I really liked the new Aladdin. But instead of it being... Like well, action? but I'm talking about... Yeah. But instead of it being a genie, it's just a dragon that's in this fucking... But it's the same. It's well, every 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 story teapot. every story gets recycled. I well, mean. but instead of it being like a the kind of Middle Eastern theme that Aladdin mm-hmm. was, it it's a it's an Asian. Asian theme. Asian theme. Yeah. So it's a it's a dragon in a teapot, and it goes mm-hmm. it goes into the Asian culture and stuff like that. And like it's really cool. It's a great movie. It's awesome actually. But um, it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, they're kind of remaking movies now, and so I feel like that's just kind of where we've gotten. Um, yeah, well, I, I I liked the new Aladdin. The only parts I didn't like I un- even... were, unfortunately, I would have liked some like new good music, but like the new songs were so cringy. They weren't. They weren't that oh. good. They were. Bad. And honestly, honestly, the Disney Aladdin has I've the best it. music though. Oh my god! Like just either opinion. just stick to the old stuff or like give us something really spectacular but that shit was was not good i didn't see it did like will smith do like a fucking fresh prince rap or uh, i think he does rap actually i would i yeah. can't even remember exactly but i just remember being like I mean, he's a hell of a musician but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd be like, oh, yeah I think he i think he does rap at one point in the movie though yeah wow but. okay um well pop culture we nailed that <laughs> <laughs> We went from kids' cartoons <laughs> to live actions. So I well, guess. Well, I mean, you gave your listeners a couple fucking things to. Uh, yeah. How long we've we been on the air? Do you know? Do you uh, know? I have, I have no, no idea. idea. It's, we started this probably what about noon? You guys did have something going on today. Yeah. Right? So fucking Jimmy Buffett's in town. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, yeah. So her dad is a huge Parrothead fan. Huge Parrothead. Yeah. And just um, Parrothead. He's also a fan of the Parrotheads. He goes to Key West all the fucking time. He hangs out with these people. He's been up to. Michigan, he goes to Key Hawaii, West, he goes to Ohio. Michigan, Florida, Ohio. He goes to all these places just to hang out with these parrotheads. So, no, I think I'm correct on saying he's a parrothead fan, too. Oh, I guess um, what you're saying. He's just a fan of the people. And so um, her dad is one hell of a host. And uh, he throws... Mm-hmm. He's some, got this beautiful gold. He's got it's a, a, it's this old house. A gorgeous house it's in gorgeous. downtown uh, downtown Noblesville. It's got it's, like nine bedrooms. It's one of the historic homes of downtown Noblesville. It was, so it was owned by It was owned by a lawyer? Back know. in like 1912 or something I know, like that. I, know. Like, he, I mean, it's my, very my dad's old. A, my dad's the third owner of this house since it was it's built. It's pretty in incredible. It's been owned by the family wow. forever, and um, so he, so we're staying with him right now because we're trying to figure out our lake house situation. And um, <laughs> he, he was like, "Hey, so I gotta kind of kick you out this weekend, uh, for the Jimmy Buffett concert." And we're like, "Okay." He's like, "I'm throwing a Margaritaville party." Rager, all weekend a rager friday night saturday and probably tomorrow and yeah and wow. he goes i got 40 people staying with me at my house and they're all women <laughs> so i was like <laughs> oh my god i think only like eight of them are actually crashing in this house but yeah but so still eight of them is he is he is he inviting every one of them into bed that's no, my I, don't, I don't know i don't want to know no, that's that. my father-in-law <laughs> i'm not going there my man and so, oh yeah well and we're trying to like and so uh sorry did i make it weird <laughs> no, no, no so no like you know we he's, I, he's a single uh bachelor type 
Oh, guy. hell yeah. yeah. I mean, my he, dad's always been a lady. He's an engineer. Man. Like, Is that right? Yeah, he's an engineer. He drives a freaking bumblebee looking Mustang. Oh, yes. He's a yes. bachelor, like to the fucking T. We're, we're trying to get him to get a hot drinks tub. Drinks bourbon, likes to, likes to party. So I'm like, bro, you need to get a hot tub. And he's you like, need a hot tub. He's like, I got an inflatable <laughs> pool. Yeah, he's like, well, and so, yeah, for this Margaritaville party, he bought a fucking inflatable pool. <laughs> he put up these tents. He's got like. Oh, he bought a margarita maker. He's got of the. Course. Mar- no, it, enough, oh. it's got to be the Margaritaville Margarita. That's exactly it, it what he bought. Yeah. It, I was like, it wasn't a margarita maker. It was the Margaritaville Margarita I've Maker. I've seen it, and it's magic. It's amazing. It's yeah. like $400. Well, oh he God. spent it's, $400 oh on God. a blender. Was, so, so we were sitting there, and he's fucking doing the math. He's like, I got 40 people coming. They're all going to drink probably two margaritas. I need to make... 80, 80 margaritas, <laughs> and I need to buy enough tequila. So and that's have like enough 10 ice. bottles of tequila at least. Oh my least. God. You should Dude, see Dude, he dropped just... so much money on this party. Oh my God. But he's got these like Jimmy Buffett fucking huge posters. Well, or, he's got, they're, he's they're got like, posters. He's got like there's... 20 years of collecting memorabilia. Yeah, they're banners. He's got oh a fucking God. cheeseburger in Paradise hat. It's a, just a giant cheeseburger I'm hat. Multiple hats. I'm all about it. I love parrot heads. Yeah. They're so, great. It's also... like, it's like I love, I met a juggalo. Not to derail you, but I met a juggalo. No, I want to hear about this. Derail me, please. <laughs> <laughs> please talk about this. You know about the juggalos, yes? Yeah. Insane clown posse. I've seen I've seen the Rob Holy movie. <laughs> shit. This is a culture. This is a weird culture. These people, they're so cool. They're so weird. They're so wild. They're fucking... They're pretty violent. I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. You know? But they're... Okay, so I, I was on a plane, right? I've met some cool people on planes. Uh, yeah. I worked for a while where I flew around a lot. Yeah. And um, I had one of those jobs as well. It was, it was interesting. I got really good at getting free beers from Southwest Airlines. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this. Ooh, no, I got, a, I got a tip for Southwest Airlines. You got a tit? A uh, tip. Tip. <laughs> 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 No, I never got a tit on Southwest Airlines. Oh man, um, tell me about the tit. I if I had that story, I would say it right now. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so my my tip for Southwest Airlines is, uh, especially if you're on a connecting flight where your, uh, I don't, I can't say it, fuck it, attendance of the flight passengers. If it goes attendance, what are you saying? No, no, no. If it goes, if it pretty much your flight's empty. If you have a full (laughs) flight to, let's say you're going from Indianapolis to Fort Lauderdale, but then you're connecting to Houston. Okay. Your flight most likely is going to be significantly less going to Houston than it is to Fort Lauderdale, and that's what happened to us. And so my buddy Brandon, who we're still good friends with, um, Mm -hmm. I actually haven't seen this guy in forever. Bro, you shit. He's jacked now. He's got jacked. He's got long hair. Fucking, I got a photo of this shit. Um, Holy shit. We just went to the lake the other day, and he was with us. He is fucking... That was a fun day. He is fucking yoked out, bro. Look at this dude. Bro. Bro. No way. Yeah. He's got long hair. and Beautiful flow. He has me braided all the time. Yeah, he loves getting his hair braided. bush? He's stacked, bro. Holy shit. Holy shit. I I should have the Bush brothers come on. That'd be a tight podcast. Yeah, do they hang out much? I mean, no, is... and I think that would make it even better. <laughs> they don't. That'd be great. Um, Whoa, no, fucking, they're both in good spots, man. Um, wow, cool. yeah, but uh, anyway, so so he back gives to the me, flight. yeah, so he gives me, he gives me this tip where he goes, hey, when you're on a Southwest flight, sit at the very back where all the fucking flight attendants That's are. That's what I do. That's sit in the back, and he goes, sit in the aisle seat, have a conversation with yes. them. And you get a lot of free shit. You get mm-hmm. whatever you want. So we were going to see our buddy Zach. <laughs> he's a he's a well at the time he was a marine. 
stationed in New Orleans. Stationed in New Orleans. Okay. Now he's in. Uh, now he's in Japan, but he's stationed out in Australia right now on a, on a deployment. But, anyway, so he was in New Orleans, and so we go see him, and so Brandon's like, "Hey, we gotta sit in the back." Yeah. Like we're gonna, and he's like, "And nobody sits in the back. It doesn't matter." Yeah. No, no, no. You, you, I mean that that priority loading, like. Even if you're in the B's or C's, sometimes. if you're in the C's or D's, you're getting that backseat spot. You can Nobody wants that to backseat because they're yeah. by the bathrooms, and no one yeah, wants yeah, to be yeah. by that Nobody shit. Wants to sit by the yeah, but at yeah. the same time, it's a, it's like a two hour flight. Who cares? Who it, cares? Nobody's taking a dump on that flight, and if you are, you're a real fucking dick. Yeah, everybody just whizzes in there. It's not a big deal. It not no. And so, <laughs> so we're fucking sitting in the back row, and so we're having this conversation with these flight attendants, and uh, like you know, we're shooting the shit, having a good time. We're, I mean, and we hear all their fucking flight attendant drama, all the gossip, which yeah. is so juicy. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so we we went to we went to high school with a buddy. Um, his name's uh, Matt, and uh, he's a flight attendant. And Wait, um, who? Wait. <laughs> and so I'll see if I can edit. edit I was like, that, that wasn't quite at all. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, okay. so oh, I remember, I remember, I remember. He's a yeah. flight attendant now, him, and yeah. um, so he travel like like we're Facebook friends, so like he travels all these cool fucking places, and wow. I'm like, cool, cool. Well, cool. I'm like, man, that would be a cool ass job, I bet. You know, you get to travel all these different cities and like meet all these cool people, yeah, and whatever. And but at the same time, you know, it's probably like the service industry where you deal with a lot of fucking assholes on planes and whatever. So I bet that part sucks. Of course, of course. And so anyway, so we so we go to Fort Myers. And then we had the connecting flight to New Orleans after that. And so as we're coming back, she fell asleep. I did. It was I have a bad habit of that. The entire <laughs> fucking plane deboarded. They were all gone. Mm-hmm. It was her, me, Brandon, there were probably seven, seven and like three other people who were like all at the fucking well, front. No, there was one woman that sat right next to. Plane. Wait, because they were no, all, no, no. That was on the flight back. Because they were all like oh, belligerent. They, no, no, no. Like, they all went. Mean? They all went to Fort Myers. Okay. And then the last seven of us were going to New Orleans. It was like a, it was flight. a really really I late see. flight. We got into New Orleans at like so, eleven. So we were chatting with the late. so we were chatting with the flight attendants, and they were like, "Yeah, nobody's coming on this flight. Like, we literally have zero passengers who Whoa. are going. Oh, cool. from Fort Myers to New Orleans. It's so literally like, congratulations, you, you really guys. People. Yeah, and so you can take fucking six aisles to yourself. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> they were. I'm, uh, yeah, they were like, I you guys can like sit wherever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. And so we we take off heading. New Orleans, it's probably an hour flight, 45 Not minutes. Even. Can, we just, 45 can, we just, minutes. can we just all say how fucking cool New Orleans is? It's it is. my favorite. Uh, it's so, so dope. Pretty. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. Okay. So on the way there, uh, <laughs> so on the way there, fucking this uh, this flight attendant comes out. He goes, hey, bud. Well, I'm like, hey, what's up? He goes, uh, on the way down here, you were drinking Heineken's, right? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, how many do you want? And I was like. How many are you allowed to give me? Start He's with like two, please. Well, he goes, well, I go. How many are you allowed to give me? And he goes, how many can you drink until we get to New Orleans? And I'm like, well, uh, uh, that's, that's a trick question, but well, and he goes, yeah. He's like, it's a 45 minute flight, and I go, let's do six. And he's like, you're on. And he fucking brings me fucking six Heinekens, and yeah. he goes on the house. He goes, thanks wow. for. Well, he goes, thanks for listening to our drama. And I'm like, you guys are fucking awesome. Y'all like, all are cool as. Fuck yeah, dude! Like I like what you should do if they're if they'd be cool. Is fucking set up hot mics in the back of a fucking plane. Oh, that'd be a good podcast. You get some juicy shit. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! So I, we heard so much shit like who's fucking who and yeah, like yeah, yeah. all the drama. Why this? Oh, I want to fuck all these flight attendants. Why these ladies? I'm sorry, but they're well, so but like, even even the ones that are like. 10 15 years older than me well, they're it, just and they're they're just they're just gorgeous incredible. most of them are gorgeous and, and they're, they're like, just so cool they're just like and this is like, why stacy has been divorced three times i'm like holy shit fucking <laughs> hell man oh my god 
And they're just like, and like, no they filter. were roasting, they were roasting each other, and they were like, yeah. "That's why you can't keep a guy more than three weeks. You fucking do all this." I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, he was oh just god. like, "Here, thanks for putting." Yeah, up he's like, "Hey, thanks much. for listening to our bullshit." I'm like, "Your bullshit was amazing. Like, that's, that's, that's the best conversations I've heard in years." So, so I, I got on a, I got on a Southwest flight, um, heading to New Orleans, of course, um, <laughs> from. Philly. So I had, I had, Oh, that's a great flight. I was working a job in new Orleans for like a long time. Uh, it was two trips down there, like three weeks each time, you know? And one of the times, uh, we had a death in the family and I had to fly out and fly back. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I'm flying back to new Orleans on this flight. And basically the, the, my, my uncle who had died, his, his son, uh, my cousin, nephew, or, Cousin nephew, that's not right. Cousin sounds nephew. like some real Kentucky <laughs> shit, right there. Cousin, <laughs> my, cousin, my cousin nephew, my cousin Nathan, Nathan, <laughs> my cousin nephew, <laughs> my cousin nephew. <laughs> he uh, he had asked me. He's like, "Hey, you want to go skydiving?" Like after the funeral, you know, it's his dad. It's his dad. You're not allowed to say no. Okay. Well, no, but. I mean, you can say no, but like, was this like a quarter life crisis thing or, um, no, he's been before he's an adrenaline junkie for sure. Well, he's got a bunch of friends that are like working there and well, you uh, have to, if you're willing to jump out of a plane, oh you my fucking, God. well, you there's like a whole, adrenaline. there's a whole culture there. It's like climbers, yes. it's like rock climbers, but it's mm. kind of a smaller culture. Her brother does that. He's a fucking. My he's brother's, done my brother's done hundreds probably, of jumps. He's yeah. probably done four or five hundred jumps. Oh, I want to do a hundred. I wanted. I've done it once, and I'm so into it. Yeah, it's so cool. It cost my brother like twenty bucks. Now he pretty much just pays for the gas. Yeah. Up. One, wow. one of my one of my buddies on one of our other fire departments. He's trying to become a like an instructor. He's the dude that you strap to, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. he can go solo type yeah. deal. And like he does that shit. Mm-hmm. He does probably two or three jumps a week. Wow! Wow! And it's wow. awesome. And it's yeah. like you said, it's a culture of it's people. It's a culture. Mm-hmm. I think my, my cool. brother's done all the jumps. He's and done. those people, the costumes, the naked jumps. And those know. are some. Of, yeah, and those are some of the best all. people you can meet, man. Because like, I mean, it's it's oh, a, they're great. They're well, great. but it, but it's a group of no fear motherfuckers who just mm-hmm. they're chill as fuck. And I feel like yeah. those are. I mean, like, those are just so many people that you want to hang out with, like, because they're the ones. I almost feel like they understand life really well. Where yes. they're just like, look, I can die at any jump. If something goes wrong, whatever. Yeah. So I'm here to have a fucking good time. Well, and my like, brother, whatever. My brother just broke his tailbone. On his yeah, he got her brother got all fucked up. He yeah, had to have br- surgery. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, he broke his. Yeah. yeah, he broke his wrist. He had a bad. He had a bad landing and bad landing. Oh, but again, like it, shit like that ta- happens. Broke his tailbone, his wrist. Yeah. Well, and so wow. well, it's kind of it's kind of like it's it's not the same, but it's it's relative, I guess. Where um, I told her, hey, one day you're gonna c- get a call. And uh, I'm gonna be heading to the hospital. That's just oh, I already that's, got that's that part call. of my job. And she got that call. I already one day. got that so, call. <laughs> wow, what happened? I don't know if I heard about this. Yeah, so we were on a so you can see it in my in my finger. Uh, I'll show you, I guess, later. Um, we had an extrication run. It was a working extrication. So my rescue squad showed up, and um, you know, we were on our 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 tech, which is so it's it's in it's in the city. It's the most impressive fucking piece of machinery I've ever seen in my life. It's very gorgeous. pretty. It's awesome. What and is so, um, it? What'd you call it? It's called attack. Attack rescue is what it is. It's like so a big, it's like a big truck. It's full of dive. It's it, it's yeah. full. It's full of dive rescue equipment, uh, extrication. extrication equipment, yeah. top rope, 
Um, yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. anything Top water you for could need, any rescue it's in that you truck, need yeah. in the city, it's on this truck. Whether it's high, low, underwater, under you yeah, know, it's yep. fucking incredible. Under rubble, it does, under, dude. It does everything, and yeah. it's it's so cool. And wow. uh, cool, cool. So I mean, it, I'm just I'm I'm just. I'm just geeking so, out on this. No, sense. tell us all about it. It's, it's cool. It's just a cool fucking. It's a cool fucking apparatus, and I love it. And so, um, and I'm glad to be back at a tack house where I can kind of do that shit again. Mm-hmm. But so we, it was a really bad highway wreck, um, and so we were uh, extricating somebody out of a car. And so we have uh, what people just they fucking love saying it. They're like, "Oh, you work with the jaws of life." I've never once fucking called it that being on the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not what it is. That's and not so, what it's called. No. So we have spreaders and cutters. So yeah. something, so we have, it's like in a T formation and then when you activate it because it's on a hydraulic system, it opens, it can open mm. fucking anything. anything. Mm. I mean, the power behind these things is absolutely incredible. Oh, hydraulic power is nothing to fuck with. No, and so when we yeah. have cutters and so like, I can literally cut a car piece by piece wherever, whatever the fuck you want with this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, so we're trying to get this guy out. Um, so the dashboard basically closed in on him. And so we were trying to push the dashboard off. And to do that, we had to cut the A post and the B post of the car, mm-hmm. all that type of shit. And so um, I, I just kind of was at the, in my opinion at the time, right spot at the right time mm-hmm. to where I had this tool in my hand. And they were like, hey, we need you to cut this post. And I'm like, all right, cool. I can do that. I've done it a billion times. I'm not worried about it. And so... I engage the system so it starts cutting and you know it's doing its job it's good to go but all of a sudden it catches something uh, on the car and uh, the the whole machine itself the the cutter tool starts pushing towards the frame of the car mm, and I could see how this might happen and yeah, so yeah. I have I have my hand engaged and it was a total fuck up on my part like mm. in no way shape or form was the I'm I can't always I'm, always I'm, user 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 error, error for yeah, sure I'm, I, yeah. I'm never gonna blame an inanimate object <laughs> like it's a machine it is what it is I it's fucked machine, yeah I fucked up yeah. and so I should have I should have um positioned myself better to cut this car and I didn't. And but you know. you're cutting a fucking car. Though. Yeah, you're cutting somebody out of a car. It's not like yeah. That. And so, but at the same, the same t- at the same time, like you know, your adrenaline's up. You want to get this dude out. You want to make sure he gets out as fast as possible so he course, can get patient care as soon as possible at a this hospital. Can happen very easily because we can sure. only we can only do so much on scene. Like we're not we're not doctors. We're not surgeons. We we can't do all that type of shit. So the faster we you're, can get down, you're, I mean, you're operators, man. You're yeah. fucking. You got to my 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 done, job you know? is to keep you good enough to get you to the hospital to where you can get, in actual my opinion, the, the real the real care that you, can you get need. Actual medical yeah. care. Yeah. I can we can keep you good enough until we get you to the hospital. That's our right. job. That's what that's what we are. That's why it's first responders, I guess. Yeah. And so we're we're yeah. kind of the middleman between the the incident and the hospital, and so um so really so anyway so I'm cutting this car and all of a sudden the machine starts to move and but I'm inches away from the frame of the car so i can't it's not like i was like oh shit this is happening i should really fucking do something right, about no, this it wasn't get, slow you got pinched all huh? of a sudden uh, all four of my fingers get pinned up into the frame of the car the mm. problem is is i already have activated this machine so it's it's a turn knob it's like a there's no like dead man switch no it's like revving a motorcycle that's how you activate this thing mm. and so i it's basically i pull back on the throttle to activate this but machine you can't you can't unpull. The back. problem was, is I had already activated it as it pushed my hand into the frame, and it, yeah, and it's it's still going. So it's still cutting this car mm. as it's trying to find that it's trying to find that area 
to push into. The only fucking problem is my fingers are in the middle of it. Nothing but your flesh and bones between. Yes, and that. so I not and so thankfully I guess I had my hand most likely like this where my where my I guess ring finger on my right hand is kind of pointed out i guess is how i activate this machine mm. so this is taking the brunt of that load just just your ring finger yeah that well i mean so it was probably these three it was my my porter finger my middle finger my ring finger that got pretty fucked up but my ring finger is the one that took the brunt of that load mm. and so and you can see like in my skin there's kind of like an indent and like it's relatively discolored yeah. um so what happened was is that my knuckle dislocated, this top knuckle dislocated from there, and then it crushed the bone basically here. Uh, that it was it. Just crushed the end of the But finger. that was it. I mean, it was literally just this piece of my body. It's lucky you could have yes. lost your and whole so hand. So what yeah. happened is like, I mean, I started yelling. I mean, I was just like, shit, shit. I'm like, I'm like stop. Somebody. They killed the power? Yeah. No. I mean, it was it was because it was so fast. All of a sudden, I, I engaged this machine, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm fucked up. And mm-hmm. we don't. And not necessarily some, not necessarily anybody sitting over the, um, the generator willing to just shut it off at any moment's notice mm-hmm. because we usually don't have these type of accidents. They don't happen very often at all. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I'm like fuck. And so what I did is I put my foot against the frame of the car and with my left hand I pulled as hard as I could against the machine and it was just enough to get your hand out to pull my hand out. And I had extrication gloves on. And so these things are rated for some serious fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And still, that's what happened to my hand. And, like, it's wow. it was just one of those things where, I mean, I can see the goriest, nastiest shit ever. And it yeah. doesn't bother me. Never will. Yeah. But if it happens to me, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll pass yeah, out. Like, yeah. If I see myself like gushing blood, I'm I'm out. I, I cash out. Ditto. My, my Ditto. Body I can't handle out. I can't handle seeing my own blood either. It's crazy. Uh, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. I can like, handle a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I've, I've been on search mm-hmm. and rescues where I've seen people that were pretty fucked up and like mm-hmm. it's uh, it never bothers me if it's not me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but dude, I mean, I'm yeah, in the same way. And yeah. like, it sounds it sounds relatively insensitive, but it's not. It's just like you have it, to get the job done. Well, but it's a human reaction when you see it happening to yourself. All of a sudden, your body's like, "Oh fuck!" You go into here shock. We, here we go. Yeah, and yeah. and that's what happened to me. And so, yeah. um, oh yeah, and so no, they fucking laced me up with some fentanyl, and I was feeling fucking awesome. Whoa. Getting to the hospital, but yeah, but I, I, hell, I was off work for. You were off for a while. Two, three months. Probably. How long yeah. ago was this? Uh, probably a year and a half ago. Yeah, it was about a year ago, honestly. Yeah. Damn. Damn. And so yeah, so but no, like I mean, it was fine. It's just, but it was one of those where. She got the phone call of, hey. He's in the hospital. He's in the hospital. Yeah, well, you called me from the ambulance. It's just, his little, like, it's just his little thingy. You so, called me from the ambulance. Oh, no, like, dude. This is where I'm going. They're taking so, me to this hospital. There's a fucking rumor mill on the uh, fire department. Uh, and shit oh gets God. so out of hand where yeah. it was literally one finger. Where I mean, even the EMTs were like, I don't know if the hospital's going to save this thing. Like, you might have a little nub. Like, it is yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I got an uncle that lost, like. Yeah total of three knuckles i want to yeah. say yeah, yeah so they were like you know we might not we don't know we're not again we're not doctors we're wood chippers whatever wood chippers yeah. what got him. fuck that mm. oh my god don't so, wear gloves if you're running a wood chipper so, okay if if you're running a wood chipper and a, and a branch snags your glove it pulls your hand in if it snags your skin you get a cut there's a big fucking difference, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and so, thankfully, uh, so I was... It started with, he, he hurt his finger, and then slowly escalated to, well, he so lost his hand. Thankfully, whoa, the whoa. EMTs were really cool. Like, we we take care of each other, and so, in a relative sense. And then, 
I was like, hey, can I can I call my girlfriend and my mom and like just because again I know how this shit works and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Make a quick phone call. I'm like, hey, I'm headed to the hospital. I'm fine. It's whatever. She gets a phone call from dudes on my shift who they didn't know what happened because you know it's an extrication scene. It's it's fucking chaotic and whatever. Sure. And oh, dude, f- within an hour they were like, he's gonna lose his hand and fucking, uh, those, those motherfuckers. Fucking, <laughs> well, but they didn't like it's again. It's that rumor mill where it yeah. just yeah. shit just stacks where it's it like just escalated. It's his finger. Quickly. It's three fingers. It's his whole palm. It's, it's his, his fucking hand. hand. It's his arm. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's gonna die. And like it's just one of those things where I mean you know you know how shit stacks it it's not like well it reminds me if I if I can so what, is there is that the end of the story I mean relatively yeah it was just one of those you things still where you still don't have finger feeling oh fuck yeah finger. I'm I'm good well yeah so he doesn't have feeling in the it's kind of a party trick now I have no feeling in the top part of this finger no so shit smash it with a hammer huh yeah so it's like a Mr. Deeds thing we're <laughs> yeah, fucking I'm like yeah. yeah put a fucking fire stick through Mr. it Mr. Deeds is for sure you're yeah. sick you're sick why would you do that I'm just kidding it's fine yeah, yeah, but no I mean I like this I can't feel that at all I can feel wow. the I can feel the vibration here in my uh, finger but like so yeah, I yeah, guess yeah, if anybody's yeah. listening I'm fucking I'm flicking the shit out of He's flicking his 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 ring finger with the opposite middle finger, and he's like, like flicking I, it hard, and like yeah. he can't he can't feel it at all. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's just one of those things where it's kind of a fun party trick. Where I'm like, I can burn it and shit, and it's like, yeah, you're like, like here, pinch this. this. Well, it reminds me of you remember when I got hit by the car, right? Oh my god! So yes. I saw speaking of the Bush brothers, I saw Ty Bush cross the street, right? <laughs> I hope they don't mind us using their names. I don't think they care. <laughs> they don't. Um, but I see Ty Bush, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to say what's up to Ty Bush. And I, I, I get to the intersection. I hit the button. I'm like, I'm at the crosswalk. I'm on my bike. I'm just rocking and rolling. I got music blaring in my ears, some fucking emo shit, probably. And um, I, I, my my intention, it was the day after my birthday, I was going to buy a fucking Haste the Day or fucking Haste the Day, Mayday Parade, My Chemical Romance. Some, some shit, you know, <laughs> some shit. Whatever it was. I was going to buy some shit, and like, I, I was heading to Best Buy, but I saw Ty Bush. I'm, I'm going to go say what's up. And I, I'm all of a sudden like in a little bit of a hurry, and I just don't think I hit the button and I go right, and I get hit by this car going probably forty. You know, he saw me, he slammed on the brakes, but it was too late. Yeah, boom. And, and boom, I go flying in the air and fucking, you know, it's right in front of the mall, right? Yeah. And it was so like everybody sees it. Everybody <laughs> sees this shit happening. Like, there's like at least a handful of kids out there that go to school with me and. And I get loaded in the ambulance and everything. Like, I hopped right up. I was okay. But they're like, lay down. Like, get on the ground. Don't. Everybody's like, don't fucking move. Somebody put a seat collar on this guy. Yeah, you probably <laughs> broke your goddamn neck. I'm pretty sure I did a, a flip up in the air. Oh, I bet you did. Um, You know, somebody said they saw me. The lady at the little fucking Sprint or Verizon store down the hill. Yeah. She, she said she saw us wearing a bright green shirt. She saw, saw my shirt pop up over the hill and go back down. And she came running. Yeah. God damn. But, uh, you know, of course, the rumor mill gets started. and uh, I heard you were dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I didn't even think about reaching out to anybody. I but think. I was dating you-know-who. and, and uh, I think that's who might have called me, or it might have been one of our mutual friends. Yeah. And they were like, Michael's dead. He got hit by a car. Oh, my God. Right my- outside your house. And I'm like, what is he doing at my house? Because I lived blocks away from this intersection but it was close enough i could walk there in five minutes yeah but they were like right outside your house i'm like what is michael doing in my house but then people were like oh no it was outside clay terrace i'm like on 146th street i'm like oh fuck yeah 
And yeah, I heard you were dead. And I was just like, I heard from multiple people Dude, I was died. fine. I was fine. I like. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it works, man. Fucking. Should have just, just taken Monday off and then shown up the next day wearing like a bed sheet over your head and you're like, it's Oh weird. yeah, make up your face as a ghost and shit. Ooh. A zombie. <laughs> I'm yeah. back, bitches. Well, I'm pretty sure I used a crutch for like a day. Mm-hmm. Um, not to, I was probably just trying to get sympathy. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> What's up, girls? Well, you know, I didn't need the attention of anybody, but like, you know, it's, I guess I, I maybe I did. But. I punched when the Grim Reaper in the face and like told him not today, bitch. Oh, oh yeah, well that's what I was getting oh, at. Yeah. Is uh, you know, the girl I was seeing at the time was so mad. Yeah. Well, and and rightly so, because the rumor mill spread. And I like didn't call her all afternoon, you know, all afternoon. <laughs> I'm like at the hospital. I got x-rayed. I You're was like, busy. You got hit by a car. I was fine. But like, I was pretty banged up, like bruised yeah. up, you know, like whatever. I flew a probably 10, 12 feet in the air and came back down on my ass. Basically. Mm-hmm. L- luckily, luckily. Yeah, for sure. I wasn't wearing no fucking helmet or nothing. And we never did. No, <laughs> still don't. <laughs> I do now that I ride a motorcycle. Oh, um, fuck. I hope you do. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty De- death fucking, machine on wheels. I'm pretty fucking adamant about that. I've got the good gear, like the the pants and the jacket, well, but, and- but I don't wear them most of the time. Mm. <laughs> I would say dress for the slide, not the ride, but I hey, get it. Hey, it's fucking hey. hot outside. You know what? And my bike's slow. I don't go 100 miles an hour. It's, it maxes out at well, 60. Well, and that's so. It seems like most of the motorcyclists out there are the smartest drivers out there. Oh, you have to be. It's you the have to fucking morons that morons just don't look at you guys. And... That's right. Well, I've had people come into my lane. Um, oh, you know, I bet. You have to drive super defensive. You have, you have to expect that you know. they're going to do mm-hmm. the dumbest fucking thing possible. You just have to be aware of your yeah, surroundings Yeah, and expect them to so. do it. So well, then when they actually do, you can I tend to I tend to away. roll right up um, and look at them. And, and, and try like to get... Like, make that eye contact? Yeah, yeah. And be like, hey, I'm here. And um, and so that way, like, hey, you know, fucking pay attention to me. Like, right. Especially if I see that they're on their phone. Like, it, I see it all the time, of course. Yeah, I've never understood that. So that's like in uh, fire apparatuses. So we call them backsteppers, the two dudes that are in the back. And so we call them... But, well, we call them backsteppers because back in the day, you would ride the tailboard of that engine. You would engine. literally backstep so literally onto the... would step yeah. on the back of the mm-hmm, engine or backstepper. Mm-hmm. But now we we ride reverse. So as we're driving like down the highway, you'll be sitting backwards as the engine's moving forward or the ladder or the whatever. And so when we're driving past people, I'll see drivers all the time. I would say probably two two to three out of five are fucking texting. Or Dude, or doing their makeup. Doing some or, shit. I, I mean mm-hmm. I'm not totally like uh innocent there, you know? Like I'll pick out music and I'll I'll like I can understand that you know but I am pretty fucking serious about that even talking on the phone and I got pulled over because I had my phone up to my ear well I think oh, it's yeah. I think it's a law now you can't yeah you can't drive your phone in your hand and partly I was really upset when it happened but like kind of fair enough especially because like I drive a stick shift um like, yeah. I was, so you really got to be paying attention. I'll say this. I'll say this. The things that pissed me off about that thing was the guy was nabbing people left and right for only for talking on their phone and yeah. just clearly like racking up tickets. And I don't like sure. the system of no, extortion. I don't either. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the way the way he hands me this thing and he says, um, "You got to go to this website." And like, I don't know how much the tickets for. Obviously, they don't want me to get mad, but it's like 170 bucks. Fuck. And, and, and I'm in stop and go traffic. That's the thing is, even though 
that's the thing. I don't like one size fits all rules. It's like yeah. I wouldn't have had my phone up to my ear if I was on the interstate. Yeah, going seventy miles an hour. I wouldn't have been talking to this woman, but I'm in stop and go traffic in first gear, just working the clutch, like like wearing out my left leg. <laughs> yeah, like right. goddamn, like oh motherfucker. And, I'm not going to the gym and, today. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I got cherries and berries in my rear view and yeah. I'm like, What? And hundred and seventy dollars later. Yeah, but, right. You know, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, so um, like when so when when I'm riding backstep, man, it's the I guess the people nice people are dangerous. Yeah, the but the nice yeah. part about it is that, you know, we um when you see a fire engine, a lot of people just look up at it. Because I I, I don't know if it's because you don't see because one bright, very often red. or it's a giant <laughs> fucking red truck. It's a right giant in your face. red truck right yeah, next to you. It's a giant fucking red truck. Yeah. Right in your face. Yeah. But people yeah. will look up and I'll do like the text, 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 no. Like look, like Knock that shit off. Like, Fuck you. Yeah, yeah don't, like, don't do that. I can't yeah. flip them off, but I, I always do like the texting no good thing. Like, yeah, right, don't, right. like, stop. Eyes on the fucking road. Like, right, right. Because, right. like, we go to these fucking wrecks all the time, and, yeah, like, you're the ones dealing with this sometimes shit. Sometimes the fucking phone's in their hand, and oh, it's just of course, like, of course. Knock that shit off. I'm like, glad to say the only times I've ever, like, had little accidents, I've, you know, they've always been fender benders, thankfully. Yeah. And, and never was I fucking like distracted yeah because like it was bad circumstance bad visibility yeah bad, you know i'm one of those people dude like i will not text and drive i don't give a fuck no yeah. if you're sitting if to. you're sitting at a stoplight that's one thing. even then i don't do that shit because but you're like, still kind of paying, still but my deal is like but like yeah. not i'll text her and I'm, I'm like hey i'm heading to chicago i'll, I'll text you in four hours text for, see you in four hours like that's put on some good tunes and, and hell and yeah put the phone down yep throw yep. on queens of the stone age and i'm good to go <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Rockin that's all, my shit man all. yeah and yeah. uh yeah and that's that's just how i roll but it's because i think it's because i've seen a bunch of fucking bad accidents where a lot of the times just because they're not fucking paying attention yeah. and half the time it's because of their phones and i'm just yeah. like man these are it's it's a great thing but at the same time it's 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 gonna be the downfall of our well, fucking society we, we, we have to learn like etiquette when it comes to our cell phones um i get i got upset one christmas because our whole family everybody's on their phones and it's like christmas morning and i'm like let's fucking we're, we're trying to play a game of euchre everybody's on their goddamn phones and i'm like yeah it's, it's like rude when you're with people yeah we, we got to learn etiquette and we got to learn when is appropriate when is not and when you're driving it's not appropriate yeah you know talking that's the thing i i always talk on the phone as opposed to texting yeah well, oh so yeah many, so many in, cars in the car. now have bluetooth you I, can yeah talk if, right. I got, if i got that hands-free option i'll talk on the phone the whole way i'm going yeah. somewhere but if yeah. not man i'm not touching my phone yeah unless yeah. i'm skipping a song because it yeah. sucks but that's about well, it well the thing was i had lost my fucking airpods like that day right yeah. and i got on the i got a phone call from this client and she's such a sweet old lady and like oh, and loves to chit chat and she just i was like this conversation was like done basically in the first two minutes right <laughs> but we we had it three times, yeah. It's like when yeah. It's like when anytime uh, her dad oh drinks God. a lot and I have a bonfire because uh-huh. uh, he's always like, "You're a fireman, you can make a good bonfire." And I'm like, "That's kind of the opposite of what my job does." But okay. he's, he'll like specifically call me and he'll be like, "Hey, I have need to, hey, I need to start, start a fire." fire. <laughs> and um, yeah, I need I need a fireman on. Hey, duty. I need a hey, I need a bonfire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he's he's like, yeah, it. he's like, firefighters make good fires. And I'm like. Did you listen to what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. So I want to tell you all about this um, this skydiving deal. Yeah. But I want to make sure you're comfortable first. You want a beer? You want a water, uh, water or I'll, coffee? I'll take, or... No, no, no. I'll, I'll take another uh, 
I'll take another bourbon. Another but, splash uh, of bourbon. Yeah, but let me run to the bathroom real quick. But the funny part is, is like when he, so when her dad gets drunk and stuff, and we're I all like sitting around a bonfire, <laughs> I think we counted it the last time we had a bonfire. I think it was, it was like a couple least, nights ago. It was like at least it was 30 six. times. Well, no, it was, it was six where he just goes, Jared, this is a good fire. It's a good fire. It's <laughs> you a good you fire. did a really good job on that. You know, it's a good fire. We, like we were talking about, I think before we were on the air, right? Uh, men love fire. Yeah. Dude, yeah, pyromaniacs. Most dudes I know. Fire. Well, and like, and I can talk about that forever because like, I've had so many stories of where just like, I've just blown shit up. Like, remember mm. when we almost remember when we almost burnt down my dad's Monte Carlo? Oh my god! You were there for that. It was it was in the winter time, and we burn a fucking Cheerios box oh my with god. with bottle rockets inside of it. So we were like, <laughs> once once the Cheerio box burns, it'll burn. The fucking bottle rockets and they'll go JR, up and explode. Can I just say you were my you were my worst oh and my best God. influence. <laughs> you were my worst. No, and no, best. no. Yeah, you were my worst influence, but my most fun. But my most fun. <laughs> no, we 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 were friends to to stir up trouble. That was the best. We part. did, man. Yeah, we were just yeah, fucking. We were yeah. the wiliest kids. Uh-huh. And um, the best part for me. Hey Holly, I'm sorry. The bathroom's so fucking disgusting. <laughs> It's a dude's bathroom. Get used to it. Um, well, the funny part, man, is like I was just talking to this. So I was with my friend Anna, who we we grew up together uh, right down the street, and uh, we were talking about our bus. And um, I didn't know this until I went on other people's buses. And I think it might have been your bus when I kind of realized this. Bus? What? Like the school the bus. School bus. School okay. bus. Yeah. And so like um, so we were. I think I was coming home with you one day, just hanging out of your house. I got the the permission slip and all the shit, whatever. And um, I'm sitting there, and I'm just kind of looking around, and I'm like, you guys are really quiet today. Like, somebody die? And you're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you guys are just keeping to yourselves, being quiet, like, yeah, yeah. hanging out. like. And so I was just kind of like, I stood up, and I'm like, let's get this party going. And your bus driver's <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. And so I was like, what? Sit down. I'm like, <laughs> eyes for <laughs> It was, what, what did they say? They'd be like, butts in your chairs, eyes forward. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm like, you let this bus driver talk to you like that? This goddamn <laughs> Nazi bus driver. Yeah, well, but the thing was, is I realized that was everybody's bus until you came on bus 21. 21. Bus 21 was fucking Animal House. Yeah. But it, <laughs> because it was, it was fucking ran by me, Brandon, and uh, do you remember uh, Taylor? The fucking, the blonde-haired guy. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Uh, married to Andrea Yeah, now. of course. I follow him on Instagram. So we fucking yeah. ran that bus, and it was fucking insane. Uh-huh. So we were fucking shooting. Like, do you remember Hornets, where you would fold up a piece of paper and then, like, staple shoot, it, shoot at it the top with a, with a, with rubber, a rubber band? band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were doing that shit. We were hanging toilet paper out the window. We were screaming, tackling each other. You had the cool bus driver. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Cool bus driver is very patient. No, we had the bus driver who picked up smoking because of kids <laughs> like us. <laughs> and she said that. like So she she transferred buses one day. And well, we, your neighborhood, it's funny because the culture between neighborhoods was always... Like, it was, yeah, different. different. Well, the funny and, part, so um, uh, so it was, it was two neighborhoods in one. It was Beacon Point and Shadow Lakes. Yeah. And there yeah. was a hilarious, senseless rivalry between the two. Well, but like all the kids in your side of... Like literally opposite sides of the road from my neighborhood yeah your kids were a little more wild i think well but at the same time i think my neighborhood and like i I don't take offense to it i think my neighborhood was a little more blue collar it was more blue collar yeah Yeah, so we were just kind of like the wily kids that 
you were legit blue, like wild. We we like played at wildness on my side of the well, but street. You know, I, I think like, it was again my neighborhood would kind of come into yours and we would corrupt you cats. Yeah, bro, <laughs> and I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did because we were the goody goodies. Like, we were, you know, yeah, because like yeah. you guys were like, hey man, like you you want to come over and like. You know, just hang out. We'll shoot each shoot each other with airsoft and shit, but like we're gonna wear eye eye protection. Yeah, and, and like and then and yeah, and, and then you know, and then we'll yeah, go yeah. we'll go paddle around on our boat out on the water, and then yeah. I'm like, you guys ever drop a fucking mortar in a storm drain? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's <laughs> go find shit. let's go find a storm drain to fuck with. Yeah, 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 you guys ever send an axe through a TV and watch it explode? So like, uh, <laughs> it's just kind of the difference of that. And uh, so our bus was insane. So anyway, so our bus driver went from bus 21 to I think it was like bus 49. Or whatever, and we found out that information because uh, I weirdly had some decent contacts in the school. So I go, "Hey, what happened to bus driver Diane? She used to be on bus twenty one. She got transferred, huh? Oh she, no, like... she transferred herself. And so, wow. And so, uh, so we found her one day, uh, Brandon and I. And so she sees us walking up. She fucking shuts the doors. No she way. goes. Get the fuck away from my bus. <laughs> I'm like, Diane, open the door. I want to talk to you. And so she does. And so Diane, I'm like, so funny. I was like, I heard you moved. And she's just like, I can't fucking take you guys anymore. And I was just like, wow. what do you mean? And she's like, I never smoked a cigarette in my life until I met you two. <laughs> she's like, you two are fucking terrible. And so she was just, yes. yeah, she's yes. just like, I smoke now because of you fucking idiots. Oh my God. Kids are, kids are, kids are wily. I worked some summer Dude, camps we were t- and Well, stuff. so our, our goal was, so remember yeah. like that, it, it was stamped on every fucking bus, the rules. Yeah. You had like 20 something rules yeah. that you couldn't do. Sit we, I think up. we broke yeah. every single one besides like starting a fire on the bus. Yeah, yeah, But like it was no, like. No smoking. Did you ever smoke on the bus? Uh, maybe it was that one, but it was like, uh. <laughs> I think it was the, I, but, but it was one rule. It said no smoking or drinking on the bus, and I don't think we ever broke that one. But it was like, it was like no pets, and we brought in turtles and frogs. Oh, and of course, let them loose and shit. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. stay in your seat at all times. And we we would do the fucking leapfrogging of seats and shit. I mean, like yeah. we broke purposefully broke every rule on that bus. Oh yeah. But so didn't up, Brandon used to make a thing out of? Um, am I remembering this right? Was it Brandon who would? Uh, He'd scratch out the um, stickers. On oh the my god! To make funny. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, what did he? This, what did oh, he, this is a great story. What did he say? So what this, he... so this dude, this turned into a fucking interrogation, and it was awesome. <laughs> we had to. They called the whole bus in for this one. It was awesome. Keep so, talking. I'm gonna get a beer. Yeah, um, yeah. Anybody need anything? Uh, no, I'm good, bud. Okay. Thank you. No, I'm good. So, um, yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead with this story. So there's. It's it's the emergency exit door, and that's where Brand and I sat most of the time. And uh, it's not like we had a lot of free time on the bus. I mean, it's a pretty eight from point A to point B. Yeah, but it's only like a couple minutes. I guess we had it's enough days long. where uh, I don't know. Out of out of out of nowhere, fucking one day kind of went down, and uh, we saw this emergency exit uh, in case of emergency to open, pull up handle, and push out to exit bus. And so <laughs> that's what it used to say. And so we we went fucking CIA mode, and we're like, we're gonna decode this, and <laughs> we're gonna make it. We're gonna scratch out the letters and make it we're say. We're gonna make it say what we. Want. We're gonna make it say something outlandish, <laughs> yeah. as you know, fucking twelve year old boys are like, yeah, yeah. This is funny. And so we we I mean we <laughs> yeah, we we stared at this fucking sign for probably a couple days, and then I don't know who it was, whether it was Brand or me, but like one of us just goes, I got it. He's like, what is it? And then we like, it's like, it's like reverse um, we wheel kinda, of fortune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> take take this statement and make it say something dirty. <laughs> and so like we almost put like fucking tape over the letters to spell it out. And so we spelled it out to say be gentle to penis. <laughs> That's all we scratched it out. We're like, I don't know how we got there, like I don't know if anybody wants to decode what I just said. The emergency exit to to exit bus pull up on handle, push out door, escape, like whatever the fuck it said. I don't know. Be gentle to be. So Brandon for fucking like three days fucking just scrape like with his fingernail, just scrape these letters off. Well that's the that's the Captain Underpants move. <laughs> right, yeah. Did you ever read those books? Oh, fuck, dude, that was my childhood. Yeah, me too, me I too. Love that that's stuff. probably why we were such good friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they would they would take the signs off the marquee of like the school and change them around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was where. Well, fuck, we shit, well yeah. we pulled the prank in high school where we uh we pulled the uh the L off of a public library to make it say pubic, pubic library. Pubic library, yeah. Hilarious. Classic. And b- remember that fucking caused a circus too. Oh my god, I remember all the circuses, bro. But we, so we oh I, I was they tried to keep us locked down tight in high school I, I but never, we're just like fuck I never you, pulled the yeah. L off but I was I was a part of that I was a part of the operation <laughs> yeah I didn't I didn't uh, I wasn't part of the was that the same day that people like uh, fucked with the the run a cops car no that was a couple weeks later I had this was to, all senior year I had though, nothing yeah. to do with that nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with well that. but the public library one that was I I was I guess like. <laughs> So if I'm going to go off like governmental things, I was the person in the office that came up with the plan, but I didn't execute it. Uh, that's a smart guy. And so, yeah. well, I you get someone else to do your, I was unavailable work. that night. I think, I think I was, I think I, I had was a ba- unavailable that night. That's a classic, <laughs> classic alibi. Mr. Officer. I was unavailable that night. I was not a part of this, but no, I think I had a baseball game or some shit, so I wasn't able to do it. But man, we fucking rolled past that sign the next day and I was just like, yes, stirring up trouble. Loved it. But so anyway, so uh, he, he fucking scrapes off this sign and, um, you know, we we fucking make a show out of it. Had a great time. It was about three weeks later, man. We're at lunch, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, one of it was like it wasn't the dean, but it was like maybe the vice principal or whoever comes up to me and goes, "I need to talk to you. You need to come to my office." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "I've been really good lately. What the fuck did I do? Yeah, what I do? What I do? <laughs> like, I swear, I'm innocent. Yeah. yeah, I haven't sent any smoke bombs off in the restrooms in like a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. What, what could this be about? And so I said, "You are a goddamn pirate, you <laughs> motherfucker." I just like, man, I like having fun, and you know. And so, uh, but anyway, so I, I go to his office, and uh, he goes, "I sit down," and he goes, "Why do you think you're in here?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't know. It could be." You tell me, officer. Well, it's one of those like, you know, how fast you're going. Nope. <laughs> like, it's just one of those. It's like Dave Chappelle, right? I yeah. Plead the fifth. Yeah. Well, because when he like, well, that was the thing, and so well, and then that was the best part. He goes, "It has to do with your bus." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, dude. This dude named Brennan and this guy named James. They're fucking terrible. They're assholes. They're fucking. They're sending all this shit. Whatever. Blah blah blah." And I fucking tell him the whole story about how they're just fucking terrible. He goes, "Okay, well." uh didn't know any of that. But. Uh, I let me talk to the middle school yeah, about noting, them. Yeah. yeah, he goes, let me talk to the middle school kids about that or the middle school administration. And I'll get that handled. And I'm like, oh, oh. that's the thing about the buses. It was mixed ages. So well, yeah. So I thought that's what I was in yeah. for. Where I was like, I didn't. I'm not guilty. It's those motherfuckers. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, these, it's these intermediate it's the school ninth, kids. It's, it's you know, yeah. It's, it's the, the sixth graders. It's the sixth. <laughs> so fucking. So he's like, all right, I'll talk to the middle school administration about those two. Anyways, no, he goes, um. He goes, let me let me ask, do uh do do you understand this phrase and does it mean anything to you? Be gentle to your penis. And I was just like, <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, 
I was like, that one. I was like, you got me. And I, I just started laughing. And Busted. I'm like, did they, so I, did they run fingerprints? That's well, funny. hold on. So <laughs> you got so, no proof. Officer. So, oh, so I started laughing. And then once I calmed myself down, I was like, <clears throat> no, I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> awesome to hear you say it though. Vice principal. <laughs> That's hysterical. How's didn't how's that? Who, didn't think we'd get to this point. Who that, came up with that? That's well, I was brilliant. like, well, I was like, how's that going? How 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 are you? How are you being gentle to your penis? And he's like, shut up. He's like, <laughs> I, got, I got. He's like, I got video proof. And I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, I doubt that. And then I all of a sudden, he it. he fucking turns his fucking computer monitor, plays this video. Oh my god. And it's it's super speed because it's like a three day long video of sure. every time we're on the bus and dude like, and the other part we're like. And it was kind of, <laughs> he's like, we've got you plotting this. Well, shit. The, the, be, the so the best part, dude, is like, so at the beginning, you see me fucking around, talking to people, like having a good time. We're all having a good time. Like it's it's bus twenty one, we're fucking crazy. And uh, but the whole time you just see Brandon in the corner, just just fucking scratching away at yeah, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. and he he's just fucking hunkered down. What just, was he using? He it, I, I swear, I think it was just his fingernail. Just I think that's fingernail. all it was. And maybe it was like a fucking like nail clipper or this whatever. This is like a jailbreak. Story. Yeah, but yeah. he's just, yeah, it's Andy Dufresne. Yeah, he's, he's, he's tunneling out. <laughs> but yeah, but he, so but but like on typically, the video, you can't, typically, you can't really see yeah, much yeah. On the video. Typically, you see like Brian and I, we're like we're going apes the whole time, but he's just in this fucking corner, just just scraping fucking scraping away at this fucking thing for like three days. Brilliant. And so, but the funny part is, I know exactly what video I'm watching, but like at the same time, like yeah, you see up here, like this is what I'm talking about about those sixth graders, they're fucking doing all this shit. <laughs> uh huh. And he's like, yeah, 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 we'll get to that. And so, Ooh, but anyway, yeah. so like anyway, day three rolls around, and all of a sudden Brandon pops up, fucking waving his arms. <laughs> look at this. Look there, at this. There's look at this. so there's no audio to this video. It's it's like a Charlie Chaplin fucking movie. Sure. Brandon pops up and he's waving his arms and he's pointing, and then you see all these people like look and they start laughing and like <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever and like so we're showing everybody, everybody's coming up and looking at, we're laughing, of whatever. And so he goes, I know who it is. And I'm just like, I didn't, I didn't, what do you mean? I don't like, see anything. I, I thought, I, you know, I was like, I this, sit next to, this looks unconclusive. Well, I was like, I was like, I sit next to Brandon every day. I don't think he was feeling good those days. I think he was just kind of, you know, keeping yeah. to himself. Because well, in the yeah. video, all you can see is just Brandon just hunched over. You can't see what he's doing. You can't course, see, like, you can't see the window. And so he goes, and he goes, I have seven people who says that. Brandon did this and I go well you ain't getting eight if that's what you're coming if after that's what you want I was yeah. like I didn't see shit I ain't no rap motherfucker I ain't no rap <laughs> <laughs> this fucking bus 21 gang I'm not riding out shit fuck that and so yeah so anyway so so he was like alright whatever you know you're free to go I was like alright cool I was like, am I under arrest? And uh, I want a lawyer. And so, but anyway, so so it's at, it's at the end of the day. It's like seventh or eighth period, and then all of a sudden I get a well, Mister Noller, come down to the office, and everybody does that. I'm like, oh, I know what this is about. And so I I come in, and now it's the principal's office. It's it's it's, it's gotten to the top, all the way to the top. <laughs> it's gone to the top. Mm-hmm. And so uh, high brass. And so I go in there, and Brandon's sitting there, and I, I as soon as I get in there, I look at him like I didn't say anything. He goes, I know. <laughs> So I sit down and they go, Mr. Noller, you're the only one that has not admitted to Brandon doing this. And I'm like, uh huh, because he did. He didn't. He didn't do it. And they were like, you know, we 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 politely ask you to, uh, you know, please be truthful about this and uh, let us know who it was. And I go, I have no idea. Well, dude, it's probably shit. sixth graders. It's probably those fucking sixth graders. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you watch the video, what I've been saying this whole time, these fucking sixth graders. Well, it's my problem. are out of control. It's part. It, this is a huge part of my problem with the schools, right? <laughs> well, yeah. With so, the way they are, and I'm not trying to get like political here. I'm just saying like the way mother was treated. You remember this shit? No. 
I got I, I got to run to the bathroom real quick. Do your right thing, back. buddy. Yeah. I'm going to tell this story. Yeah, talk to the folks. And, you know, keep the door open if you have to. I'll see if I can jog. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I love you, but no. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, okay, we'll wait for him. Um, okay, right on, bud. Sweet. <laughs> Hopefully we can't hear you. So our uh, again, I hope people don't mind just using their names. Who cares? But um, <laughs> he was busted at like the very end of senior year, right? Mm-hmm. For pot. But here's here's the here's the details. That's the headline. Here's the details. Okay. He fucking you know they would bring drug dogs to our school, right? Did they do this for you? Holly? No, I went to private school. Mm. You guys had all the good drugs. Oh, we, we, there was, I'll, I'll let you tell your story and then I'll tell mine about okay, my, right. about my senior year in drugs. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> um, they would bring the drug dogs, right? And mm-hmm. we, this was a nice town. This was like upper middle class, yeah. you know, Yeah, it was a good, suburbs. it was a good school system. Yeah. You know, very little drug problems, mm-hmm. really. And, but they would bring these dogs in and they'd sniff up and down the hallways, sniff all the lockers. And they'd go out and sniff all the cars. And this day, they, they they actually hit on my car, even though I'd never fucking taken a toke in my life. I called my sister. I was like, "What the fuck you been doing in the in the Jeep? You know? <laughs> what have you been doing in my car? What you been do- What you been doing in the Jeep? You trying to get me in trouble? You know, <laughs> I never smoked weed, although I ironically did about two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> but um, basically, they they hit on car too they didn't find shit on me they they gave me the i i got the whole treatment right i got treated like a criminal uh at my at my school i do relatively remember this yeah well let me jog your memory a little bit here (laughs) so i i got searched high and low they found a lighter at the bottom of my center console in my jeep and uh they're like what do you need this for drugs obviously (laughs) i'm like i don't know light light fires (laughs) (laughs) fires <laughs> i'm a high school boy like fuck you who you doesn't tell, who doesn't who doesn't have like ten thousand uses for a goddamn lighter <laughs> you know I, and anyways uh it was <laughs> literally it was buried too if, it's not if, like it was sitting like if my high school lighter could talk <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't on my dashboard next to a fucking pack of smokes it was it was at the bottom of the center console yeah you know and he's like he opens the ashtray and he's like swabs it with his finger and like <laughs> sniffs it <laughs> fucking paul blart yeah and i'm like <laughs> fuck you dude like My god that shit drove me to start smoking yeah <laughs> uh no but <laughs> this is for you officer clancy but they busted <laughs> with a with a ziploc baggie with some like shake right like some 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 flakes, some some cannabis residue. They swabbed it. <laughs> Didn't actually. Was find it or was anything. that that fucking spice shit that you could buy at the gas station? That, that spice was shit fucking killing. You no, know, that kids. shit you would have gotten away with because it wasn't gonna show up. It was legal on, at the it time. It was legal. It was fucking legal. Which is insane because that fucking killed people. Yeah, and people were smoking salvia and stuff. Not that there's anything inherently wrong with that. I've never done it, but salvia is a plant, and like go for it. Fuck it, salvia. That's a trip, I hear. That's wild shit. It's like I just like for that very short stretch right. of time, the government was like, "This is probably okay." Yeah, start well, killing kids. Let's just like see if these Holy kids shit. die on these weird spices, populations, chemicals. Yeah, <laughs> it's some fucked up shit. And but like he got swabbed and it tested positive for THC. This Ziploc, this empty. What the fuck? Ziploc. So like they actually spent money to swipe that shit and test it. Oh yeah. 
and he oh, got he got expelled. I mean, that's the thing. They had these. Sure got expelled. You don't remember this? No. He got expelled with like eight, like two weeks left in high school. No, I didn't hear anything about this. Yeah, man. Yeah. No. He got expelled from high school for an empty Ziploc baggie. Got put on probation for two fucking years. I'm not even kidding. Like, you can fact check this. I, oh, yeah. I'm pretty fucking sure it was two full years oh, of God. probation. Holy shit. And, and it was literally nothing. It, well, it, and like, you had kids who were baked out of their fucking mind in school half well, the time. He shared that car with every peop- every member of his family, you know? Like, yeah. That, that was a family car. So like, who's to say who's the little empty? They 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 found it under the fucking that's chair. fucking insane, <laughs> under the driver's dude. seat. Those dogs whatever. ain't that good. No, fuck those motherfuckers. They hit on my car, even though, like I said, never yeah, you smoked had a weed. lighter. Never right. smoked weed. I'd never smoked, and my sister wasn't exactly a pothead neither. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not so, exactly. But like, you treat kids like criminals in this system. It's so yeah. Fucked no, they up. did. Uh, my so my high school up. my high school fucked up because the first time that they ever caught somebody with drugs of any kind, they didn't expel them. Mm. They got uh, asked to leave in like heavy air quotes. So, so that way they could still go and enroll enroll somewhere, at another school because technically else. you right. chose to leave. You didn't. Well, you know why? Because mommy and daddy donated about $20,000. Yes. So now, yeah. so now, so my stats. senior year, yeah. my senior year, there was this huge, pretty much this huge drug bust with like nine or 10 kids in the senior class. Same thing, two weeks till graduation. Mm. And the way that it happened is. One kid got his phone taken away in class and had it sitting face up on the teacher's desk and had, like, text mess preview on where you can, like, preview what the text messages and it'll light up. And it's saying, hey, it said It said something super, it said something super suspicious like that. And so he ratted out everybody else. Motherfucker. They pretty much told him, they're like, we know this isn't just you. Because it was like, pretty much they they got busted for, uh, they would lace suckers with Molly. Whoa, you guys were doing the good shit. You were doing the good shit. Yeah. We so just we didn't even That's, that's Jump did, Street shit. We didn't even know about Molly, you know? So, oh no, that was so, a college thing. Yeah. So pretty much pretty much they would lace they would lace suckers with Molly that's so then they could, they, then they could that's have twenty one jump street stuff. Can I get some of those? Right, yeah. So, Who's the, I don't know, man. Like you went into chemistry. <laughs> what was your role? Can we, in that? Can we get a, um, a a Mr. White thing going on here? Mm-hmm. Start cooking. Start cooking in an RV. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe. A little, but, a little Breaking but, Bad yeah. action. No. That's crazy. So, so well, pretty much, they told him they were like, "Hey, we know this isn't just you. If you give us the names of that's other what people, they would, that's what they would do. They were yeah, like, they were like, we'll give you a lesser, that's what they did with us. That's so, what they offered." They were like, "Tell us who you smoke weed with, and we'll we'll, 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 we'll make this easy this. for you. Yeah, we'll yeah, downgrade yeah. this. This is our system. It's well, so that's what, so that so to wrap up the bus twenty one story with the <laughs> be gentle the pain story. Uh-huh. Classic. Um, <laughs> so uh, it got to the point where they they had me sitting there with Brandon, and they were like, and I loved it. I fucking ate that shit up because I mean it was hilarious. But they were like, "Do you know how much a bus costs?" It's two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Do you want to pay for that because of your vandalism? Two hundred and twenty-five thousand. Yeah, half a quarter million dollars. Quarter million dollars. Apparently, is that is that, is that real? I mm. maybe. And so, um, and so, motherfucker. And they were like, "Do you want to pay for that?" It probably is real because it's public money. It's government money. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so they were like, uh, so they were like, do you want to pay for that due to your vandalism? And I started laughing, and they were like, yeah, it says new new buses can cost anywhere from ninety to two hundred ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, oh my god, so that was probably your on your that. fucking fire trucks probably cost the same amount, even though they're twice as complicated. Uh, it, so no, so our I would say our engines are probably about half a million. Our ladders are probably about seven hundred fifty thousand, and then wow. our, our wow. tippy top rescues are probably close to about a million. Well, that's public money too. So yes, but at the same time, those serve a purpose besides transferring children from point A to point B. That's a, a bus. A that bus guy, with no wow. fucking seatbelts. <laughs> I bet you I could. It's two twenty five. I could de- I could design and build a bus for that amount of money. <laughs> no, no, no. Until you get the government contract, it's like we're going to pay you for two twenty five for each of these. Okay, now like, it's okay. now it's two million. Yeah. So yet. they. So anyway, so they were like, so are you going to pay for this due to your vandalism? And he's like, I'm fucking. 14 years yeah. old yeah i'm gonna pay i'm gonna pay a quarter million dollars um i've got that just in my sock drawer yeah don't worry about I'll, I'll be right back let yeah. me get a job at steak and shake i'll have it i'll have the money by the end of the month like what the fuck like what do you want this kid to do and so plus it's stickers like um can i go dude. to hobby lobby real quick <laughs> right so fuck so anyway i'll just get a sharpie yeah so I, so they said that i started audibly laughing and they go mr Noller, you can go and i was just like all right all right, all right. fuck you motherfucker peace <laughs> My so, my drop. Like, all right, Brandon, I'm I'll out. See Brandon, I'll see you on the bus. And so fucking yeah, <laughs> see you on the bus, Brandon. Yeah. Be gentle to your penis. Be- <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so uh, so Brandon gets so he's not on the bus when we get there. At the Obviously. end of the day, well, you know, and so um, so so we're passing by. So Ty's getting off the bus, and so uh, I go, Diane, you can drop me off here, and she's just like, Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get yeah, please, please, get, <laughs> get, get the fuck please off, get my off my bus. <laughs> and so anyway, so Brandon's inside. His fucking parents are yelling at him and shit. And so he comes down to the basement. I'm like, Hey, do what happened? So he goes, So I gotta pay uh, 25 bucks for a new plate, a new a new, new warning plate. Well, it, they just they took the old plate off and put the plate on. He goes, and I'm banned from the bus for a month, <laughs> and that's it. You have to walk home from school, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. you got to find a ride at this point. Yeah. And so it, it's basically, we're putting your parents in a jam, yeah. is what that is. is we're, because we, we don't we're, know what the fuck your we're doing. Yes, we can't punish you, so we're going to punish your parents so they punish you, is yeah, what that much. was. Yeah. No, we're just going to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're punishing your parents, yeah. is what we're doing. They have to leave work early to drive your goofy ass home from school, and we hope you vandalize their fucking car. And I wish I wish his parents were like, no, we can't do that. He, he, he like, just deal with it. Like, fucking, make, yeah, make make him ride. Like, he's got the right. He's got the right to ride the bus. Well, yeah, he has to ride. The we bus. pay our goddamn taxes, so he's gonna ride that fucking bus. All right, bus, so you know? <laughs> Michael, did, did you have anybody get in trouble on your bus? Like, ever? Of course, of course. So what happened to them when they got in trouble on your bus? Would they have to sit in the front seat? Sit in the front seat. Yeah. Ooh, all right, so. I'm going to get into that a little bit. So, Bus 21. Oh, Diane loved it. Well, I love Diane. I, I will love her till the day I die because she put up with our shit for years. Yeah. And oh, she, she was probably have. she was probably an angel. Saint of a woman. <laughs> she should have a statue made out of her in front of our high school. Just from the fucking, like, eight years she put up with. <laughs> you guys were the rough neighborhood. You Bro, were, we were, yeah. yeah. We mean, were. Which is, like, ridiculous, because it's still a nice We were the ghetto of Westfield. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was like the ghetto of Westfield. $250,000 homes. Yeah. Low, low class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, so, um, so, yeah, same deal. When we got in trouble, um, we had to come up to the front, the front seat. 
And but there wasn't much regulation there. So Brandon got in trouble. <laughs> he man, that dude <laughs> he's my best friend. Like we we fucking it was one of those things where even if I got in trouble, he took the blame for it. Uh-huh. And like he was always my fucking screen. Like he just he would take whatever and he'd be like, Yeah, it was me. Dude. And I was like, just the fucking like what yeah. A homie. What yeah. Was me? I did it. Like like the best cartel dude you could ever have. <laughs> Total like fall guy because like he knows like Brandon was the fall guy. Yeah, well <laughs> he knows he he's like I got nothing to lose. That's not fair. Like none of us had anything to lose. It's, like, who cares? Who yeah. cares? We're all gonna get our diploma. I'm twelve. <laughs> he's just like he was. He was smarter than the rest of us. I'm twelve. What are you gonna do to me? What are like, you gonna yeah. do to me? He's like fuck you. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> well, and so well, I think. It, I... He might have almost been the appointed fall guy because he came in in fourth grade. Yeah. And, like, and I'm not saying, like, I'm some fucking high-class shit, but... <laughs> he came in you're late. Just, you're well, just the godfather. He was, he was always the new guy. Well, know? I was relatively yeah. the godfather of that bus. And, again, I'm not he trying to proved, suck my own dick himself. here, but... Hey, if it's true, it's true. Well, and so, I, too. like, so, you know, the back seats were longer... Yeah, that's, I had that's, one of those. Oh, that's where all the bad the bad boys roll. Yeah, the bad know. mamma jammas. The and bad so, mamma jammas were. In so the I back, had yeah. I had my and again I probably orchestrated this, but I had my own back seat. Yeah, like the two back seats that Fuck were you. elongated. Fuck I, you! This is my chair. I yeah. had my own, and if you had a problem, you came to me, and I would handle it. I'm not even kidding. Like <laughs> if somebody had it, like let's say James had a problem with Brennan on the bus, I uh-huh. would take care of it. Uh-huh. And like, and that's just kind of what I don't. I was like fucking eight when this was going on. Like, oh, dude, I've talked about this before. There uh, was a hierarchy of children. The school bus is lawless. It is. It was. It was a fucking. I mean, it's it's kind of. It was of like, a, it, dude, it was international waters between yeah. your fucking between the school and your house. It's that's international where, that's waters. That's where all the action. Happened. Lawless wasteland. Yeah, that and was, that's what that was. All the all the shit that happened at school just like built up. So and you'd like take it out. Yeah. On the bus. So we so yeah. we were third graders. So Brandon comes into town, and I'm like. Look at that fucking kid sitting up with the first grader. He's way too big to be a first grader. He's not yeah. a first grader. He's who's probably this? who's this? Yeah. yeah, who's this guy? Yeah. And so I go, hey kid. And he see so looks back and I'm like, come here. Come and he, he comes and sits in my back seat and I'm like, who are you? And he goes like, oh, I'm Brandon. And I'm like, hey man, I'm Jr. So we shake hands and I'm like, what grade are you in? I think he came into fourth grade. So he's like, I'm a fourth grader. I'm like, who's your home room? He's like, Mrs. Raider. And I'm like, cool, we're in the same class. What's up? Sit back with us. You can you can sit with me today. Yeah. And everybody's like jars like that somebody. scene in me. Well, girls. everybody, yeah, everybody's like <laughs> somebody's laying jars sit with him, like type of thing. And like again, or the scene, or the scene in Forrest Gump where everybody's like seats taken. But I was like, but my deal was like I had, <laughs> like I had a swagger about me. But uh, at the same time, I didn't have like it's not like I knew I ruled the bus. I was just like this is my own seat, and I fucking if somebody yeah. sits with me, that I don't like. Yeah. Like yeah, you're. Ask before you sit, like, because yeah, yeah. if not, I'll kick your ass out. Yeah. And um, so Brandon sat with me, and like, and so I'm like, hey man, so you know, this, you know, hey, it's me. This is Adam. This is Anna. This is Lauren. Like, you know, we're having a good time. Like, whatever. Like, you know, we kind of we have a good time back here. Here's what we do. Blah blah blah, and like whatever. And so all of a sudden, like, I don't I don't even know what the conversation was, but it, it got to the point where I was like, you and I are gonna be trouble for this bus we're gonna be friends so i don't know if he was appointed the fucking fall guy but he became the fall guy it's almost like and so like joining the mafia yeah and so i guess i kind of i guess so like it was fifth grade so he'd been there for a year He, he got sent at the end of fourth grade he got sentenced to an entire year at the front seat of the bus a in fifth year, grade. A, a year. year. Sentence. I, the most I'd ever heard of was like maybe a week. No. You know? Well, 
<laughs> That's insane. Again, we were bus 21, so. It's like being told to stand on the line at recess for a year. Well, so. Yeah. That, that was our punishment. Hey, man, like hard crimes up. hard crimes equal hard punishments. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the, do <laughs> again, the crime, we, do the time. We were, we were fucking bus 21, dude. We were fucking the animal house. And um, so, uh, so Brandon sits at the front. And so I go up to a Diane one day, and I had no clue why or how she even approved this. But I go, hey, Diane, do you mind if I sit with Brandon today at the front of the bus? She goes, you want to sit at the front of the bus? You. Of all people, want to sit at the front of the bus. I'm hey. like, yeah. And I, I think it was almost a gusto thing on her part where she was just like, I, w- I want to see you I sit at the front see, of the I bus. I just want to see what happens. I want to see you not rule the back for a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. And so I sat at the front, and I sat at the front the entire, well, mm, uh, probably a semester, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I got sent. I, I was now sentenced to the back of the bus at the end of this semester. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Uh, Which having, is racist, Diane. It's fuck you, Diane. <laughs> fuck you. Well, so I'll get into that. Where, um, we just started making the the front of the bus our back of the bus. So yeah. now instead of yeah. so we're in fifth grade now, but like we still sat back pretty far. But instead, like, but now it's fifth grade. So all the people that we were with in fourth grade are now in the front with us. Because, you know, it goes first, second, third, back of the bus, fourth. And then front of the bus on the second go-around, fifth, yeah. sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. And then if you were fucking still on the bus after a freshman. You're a fucking loser. You were a loser. <laughs> <laughs> like, get a goddamn car, motherfucker. No. Yeah, if, or if you don't know somebody with a car, nobody likes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the deal. So. No, the outcasts, if you're in 10th grade and you and you're on the bus. Oh yeah. my god, you ride the bus? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, it was, yeah. it was so fucking stupid. It was, like, call it was, a cab. It was bro. Mean Girls. <laughs> get a fucking Uber. <laughs> it doesn't exist yet, but get one, bitch. And so, but, so, so now it's fifth grade, we're at the front of the bus, so I still got my normal fucking ragtag crew up with us, and so Diane would fucking put her purse under her seat, and the front bus, the front seat behind the driver's seat, you have access to everything under that seat. Mm-hmm. It was just the way it was designed. There was no fucking metal plate, or if there was, we probably removed it. <laughs> like, so right. it was what it was. But um, and so, dude, like, I mean, it was the best shit. Like, we got her purse, and like, it's fucked up now as an adult being like, God damn, like, I would kick that kid's ass. But like, I mean, all of a sudden we would pop up and have lipstick on and shit, and I'd oh be like. God. And Diane always drove, which is illegal now, but I'm sure she's retired, so I'm not worried about it. She didn't drive with shoes on. So she had, like, these slip-ons, and she would yeah. take them off to drive. And so all of a sudden, I'm like, Dan, do you like my new shoes? And I'd fucking throw them in her face. You'd wear you'd wear. Yeah, she's like, take shoes, my fucking yeah. shoes off. And then we'd pop up with lipstick on. And I'm like, Diane, do I look sexy? And she'd be like, what the fuck? And I think her breaking point, because she was not around much longer after this, was when... We were probably eighth graders, but we were still sitting at the front of the bus because I think we got like a, I swear we got a lifetime ban from going anywhere past that front seat. Yeah. Was Halloween. And, um, so, <laughs> and Diane, again, she's a fucking saint, a great woman. I, if I ever see her again, I will just be like, what do you need, dude? Like, mm. I don't care what it is. Like, let me help you. Yeah. I, I destroyed your working career for. And she'd probably be like, Fuck you, Jr. Yeah. Oh, oh no! I be... never will forgive you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you can give me a million dollars, and I will still I'll burn it in front of your I, face. I literally, I fucking, <laughs> I don't hate you as the twenty-eight year old. I hate you as the twelve year old. I have never like yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. she hates us to her being, and so um, 
So she, again, an amazing woman would fucking keep candy under her seat Mm -hmm. to hand out to kids being like, happy Halloween, have a good day, you know, be safe trick-or-treating tonight, blah, 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 whatever. So I look at Brandon when we first get on there, and I'm like, hey, you see that bucket of candy? He's like, yeah, I'm like, do you think we can eat all of that before we get to the neighborhood? Oh, my God. And he goes, let's try. Let's try. And so we did, and we ate. Only one way to find out. Dude, I've never been more sick in my life. I think uh, that was seventh, maybe seventh grade, where I was supposed to go to your house for trick-or-treating, and I'm like, I'm puking right now. I can't come. Too much candy. It was because of that, so it was, it was that year. Whatever year I didn't show up for your trick-or-treating. Well, frankly, like seventh grade, we were getting probably too old for that shit. Do you remember when we did a freshman year of high school? Was that freshman? No way. Yes, no it was. Way. Yeah, we were high school kids, and but the bad the bad part was we got no candy because all these fucking parents were like, "Get the fuck out of fuck here!" Fuck off. Because they're teenagers. Half of you are growing beards right now. I'm not claiming. Get to off my have, porch. I'm not claiming to have been a part of that, <laughs> but I very well might have. There's photos. He was in it. Um, but no. So uh, anyway, so we ate the entire bowl. Like there was nothing left. For sure. And well, we get we get to our first stop. And she fucking pulls the bowl out, and it's all wrappers. Oh, and she yeah. goes, and she looks back at us, and she goes, I'm fucking done. Like, that was it. That oh, was well, and I felt bad, because usually she would blow up and have this fucking screaming and match. that's what was fun. It'd be that's... funny. Yeah. She wasn't doing anything. This time it hurt. <laughs> she, yeah. She, she looked defeated, and I felt so bad. Yeah. Still to this day, I'm just like. <laughs> you live with that. Yeah, yeah. Still to this day, I'm just like, fuck, I felt so bad for her. Yeah, and well, you took it too far. <laughs> <laughs> that was the final straw. You took it. You broke. You, it was the candy. You broke that poor woman. You broke her. Yeah. Well, and so like, but the nice part, and like, this goes to my mom. My mom was a saint of a woman. Oh, still is. Still is. Yeah. And um, she, so she would, and she had no clue of my fucking antics on this bus mm. because I would come home every day. I'm like. Hi, mommy. School is great. You were such you were such a mama's boy. Um, oh yeah, still yeah. am, bro. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah, am. And yeah. so, but like, no, like, uh, but I would come home and be like, "Hi, mom. School is great. I learned that two plus two equals five. <laughs> like shit, like that. Meanwhile, every day. Yeah. you're an eighth grader. You should know that already. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm fucking on the bus, ripping my shirt open, like, "Let's go!" Like <laughs> going same shit. You know, I was I was kind of a mama's boy too, and it came in handy because, like, yeah. You, I, I've joked before that I can't tell a lie except to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I feel that to my core. Like, I don't lie to people, but, you know, I, I learned how to do that at a young age. And it's always to keep her happy. It's always to yes, keep her happy. Yes, that's what it yeah. was. I mean, that's what it stemmed from. So <laughs> They're white lies. They're harmless. I don't lie to you for me. I lie to you for you. For you. Mom, for, for you. you. It's for you. <laughs> for you. So if I can, if I can, I'm going to take it all the way back, right? To to skydiving, <laughs> all right, and to and to stewardesses on on Southwest. At this point, I'm not sure where we're gonna get to the finish of the story. I we're, think not, I'm gonna, we're not. We're not. We keep we're getting not. distracted. What's the end? Did you not finish? Dude, no. This episode is probably gonna be called Bus Twenty One. <laughs> Bus Twenty One. Well, just because like we fucking. I thought you broke her. I thought it was over. I it is. You... We're done. We're fucking. <laughs> I love you, Diane. I'm sorry if you ever listen to this. <laughs> fucking. The goal for this podcast is to reach Diane. Yeah. <laughs> This will be the fucking title is she Find gonna, Diane. She's going to listen to an Diane. hour of nonsense. Bus 21, Find Diane. Yeah, talk about no. no, I want, I, dude, like, if this goes fucking Joe Rogan, I want her to fucking email you, and I 
Diane, I don't know what I owe you, but it's it's minimum a steak dinner. Maybe it's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bus. It's, it's not that, <laughs> Diane. It's not. Um, I, you owe that to the Westfield Washington School Department. I don't, Brandon. Yeah. The fall guy does. <laughs> That's all, Brandon. No. Uh, Twenty uh, years later, and you finally threw him under the bus. So okay, so skydiving. Oh, he knows. Right? We talked because I started yes. this story, and I can't let a story go on unfinished. Right? I started this. My cousin calls me, says, "You want to go skydiving after my uncle's funeral?" Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm like, yes, you cannot say no. We're, we're wrapping this all together. Okay, don't worry. Oh, we will. <laughs> but basically, we go skydiving, and we have a ball. Although he fucks up on his waiver. He accidentally said that he had fucking back problems. Oh, can't do that. So it turned into this fiasco, right? We got X amount of time before I got to jump on a plane in Philly to be back in New Orleans. <laughs> and, and they're like, the only way we can let your cousin fly is to get a doctor's note, okay, saying that he does not have back problems. He's filed this official legal document saying that he has back problems, how, even though he doesn't. So how far was this until your guys' jump? We could jump. Basically, I, I sweet-talk these motherfuckers because they're cool as hell. Oh, got it. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're the jump cool guys. Yeah. I tell them the whole story. I'm like, this dude just lost his fucking dad, right? And I got to fly out. I got to be at the airport at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. He fucked up. He made his waiver and we're like you know of course we're like can we just fill out another waiver they're like no it's you know it's, it's on record it's yeah. on the record sure it's on the record we need a doctor's note and so i'm like okay who do i know that's a doctor <laughs> so first of all like i got an uncle that's a doctor we call him no answer we call his son who was supposed to jump with us by the way Alec, you motherfucker. <laughs> Next time you're jumping. Next time you're, you're jumping. He said he, was, he said he was too hungover. Not a good enough excuse. That's the best time to jump, probably. Probably. <laughs> he he would have thrown up on the way up, and he would have felt great on the way down, you know? Or yeah. just thrown up on the way down. Too. Way down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Who cares? But no, next time. But basically, you know, so we, I, I, you know, his, my uncle's in the pool. Everybody's like, this is all people that are at the funeral. He swims. There's a pool. There's a pool at the funeral. No, at the hotel. He swims laps. He's oh, a, he's a swimmer. okay, swimmer. Got so, it. Got and it, got and, it. and everybody's like, like, "Oh, he's in the pool for the next two hours." I'm right? like, "That's not a funeral. That's a celebration of life." There's a yeah, pool there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's a rule like you don't disturb swimmers. Yeah, in the pool. Yeah, no, he's in the pool. He's not coming out. It's like who else? Oh my fucking. Well, actually, girl I was seeing at the time, you know who? Uh, yeah, she was a doctor, but. She was fresh doctor, and I'm like, I'm not gonna ask her to forge a fucking, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna do. I'm hey, not gonna I need a favor. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. But my fuck. So I call him, and I'm like, Hey, here's a sitch. You know, Nathan fucked up. He said <laughs> he accidentally checked yes when he should have checked no. Can you yeah. can you just like write up this official looking doctor's note saying like he does not have back problems on like official letterhead and it has to be in black or blue ink and this and that and blah blah blah. Yeah yeah yeah. And very official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's getting notarized. He's like, yeah, sure. Fucking no problem. (laughs) (laughs) He's been a doctor about a year. You want some Zanny bars while you're at it? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let me write your prescription. Yeah. And uh and so we end up flying. We go up, you know, my my cousin's attached. Yeah, hell yeah. My my cousin's tied up to this Aussie, this crazy Australian motherfucker who's probably six six. You know, he's huge. He's like six six, like two eighty. Just massive human being. And my like my cousin looks like a baby attached to him. And <laughs> 
and and I'm I'm hooked up to the opposite. I I'm attached to a Peruvian motherfucker. Okay, it's seemingly that like half the people in skydiving are like from not from here, not from here. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude's Peruvian, and 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 he's like five foot, if that, right? And I'm about six foot, and he might weigh a hundred and ten. I weigh like buck eighty, and so. It's just funny. We're on our way up, and the Aussie is just trying to get in everybody's head, like on the plane. He's like, he's like talking about all the shit that could go wrong. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, man, the fucking shoot doesn't go. We're yeah. fucked. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, how many fucking jumps you done, bud? He's like, oh, about ten thousand. <laughs> I was like, no uh, shit. Done with a fucking kangaroo once. That might be an exaggeration. I don't know. But he's, no, dude, you like you have to do uh, like yeah. hundreds of jumps before yeah. you're even able to go solo. And then you have to do like I, I I almost want to say it might be thousands before you can even tether yourself to somebody to else. Someone. Yeah. It's yeah, it's intense. Like it's safer than scuba diving. Oh fuck yeah. It's way it's, safer. It's, it's which very, you as a dive very, certified motherfucker, you, oh, know, you do, know how dangerous that yeah, shit yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, I'll do yeah. both, bro. Like I'll jump out of a plane and then go scuba diving let's the same go, fucking let's day. Go, like, let's go skydiving. And then scuba diving. And then the same day. Let's just go let's go fucking skydiving with scuba gear on and then into the ocean and then we'll just fucking knock out Two yeah. birds, one stone. Yeah, yeah. My, no. my brother's that's safe, right? When he jumps, whenever my brother jumps with people, yeah, because yeah. my brother can jump by himself. He'll act like he's getting sucked out of the plane. No shit. Like he'll fuck around. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah well, it's freaky. Like, hey, it's freaky. Don't step too close. And then like, fire. <laughs> don't step too close. The first time, the first time. <laughs> I remember I was like pretty cool. Like I was actively keeping my cool. Oh right? yeah. On the way Just, up, <sighs> and I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Heavy, like, heavy blah, breathing. Blah, you know, and I was doing good. And then I get to the door. Like, I see three people. You're like, oh, my God. And then it's my turn. And I'm like, uh... We're going to fucking die. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're going to fucking die. We're, we're going bananas here. Uh, but, no, it's, it's good fun. It's good fun. You should do it. But, basically, it worked out, the timing of it all. Like, we got yeah. the fucking facts from my brother-in-law. Just in time. I, I got up there. I jumped down. I hit the ground. I stripped off the fucking harness. I was like, cuz, like, give him a big hug. Love you, bro. And I fucking hauled ass to the airport. Stunk like a motherfucker because of the adrenaline, like, coming out oh, of the pores, God, you know? Oh, my Stunk God, Stunk like a bitch. Every pore you got, Oh, my God. Probably. I was stinky. I was stinky. <laughs> and I get to the fucking airport. I go through security. I get on the plane. Literally not a moment to spare. And I go straight to the back of the fucking plane. Southwest. God bless him. I sit there, right on the aisle seat. Top-notch fucking airline. Uh, it's top-notch airline. And uh, and I start chumming it up with the fucking stewardesses, right? The, sorry, flight attendants. And um, that's, I think that's... Are you not? Is it, do stewardess they... is, is off limits. Think, is it? I think so. Is it really? I think it's. I think it's Are the guys stewards? Flight, stewards. Probably. It's, probably Stu- it's, like, it's like calling firemen firefighters. Just going for firemen. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, no, yeah. So we we ran into a problem with that where you can't call firemen firemen anymore. It's got fire, it has fire, to be firefighters fire. now, Who cares? which is well, but so like w- there was a bit of trouble where like you couldn't have a shield that said fireman on it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be firefighter in like because mm. there's because there's two of them. Well, yeah, but dude, country. like, well, well, we got <laughs> how many? How many are there? How many females do you have? It's probably about five percent of our job, so we got about fifteen hundred people on IFD, and um, I would say probably about five percent are women. And do they're badass motherfuckers? I bet they are. Like, yeah. oh my I god, would they mind? Would Would any of them actually mind being called firemen? 
Like, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's. I don't. Well, I just don't know. I I don't think I've I've never brought up that conversation where I'm like, you know. I bet you they'd be like, I don't give a fuck. I don't think they would, but at yeah. the same time, like, but again, like, so we so we've had some we had we had a couple chicks on the job who, man, they've probably worked. 25 30 years on this job mm-hmm. and they are tough like, as nails i bet oh my god yeah. dude like they are some bad like they work at busy ass companies who fight fire all the time mm. and they are some bad ass chicks man <laughs> I, bet, I bet they are bet. fucking awesome that's right and like they are oh. but for like, obvious I, I, reasons i can't say enough about them yeah well for yeah obvious reasons Fuck it's yeah. a male it's a male dominated job no yeah doubt. well no and doubt. like yeah. and again like some have worked 25 30 years on this job and i'm like Think about 25, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. the fire department was a lot different. Like, it was male-dominated for sure, but at the same time, like, it was a different world, you know? Well, it's just nature of that job. You have to be strong. You have to be... Sure, but I'm just saying for them to just, I mean, for 25, 30, like, especially when they first to got To make on, it back then, no doubt. That's quite... Back then, but yeah. then, and now, like, a lot of them are officers, like, they're lieutenants, some are captains, sure. some are chiefs. Yeah. And, like, dude, holy shit... Watching them on a fire scene, like they fucking, oh my god, like some tough oh, ladies, yeah, yeah, they're badass. badass. And like, so yeah, there's like, a, so I've I fought a fire with one of them, and uh, she is the lieutenant at, at Eastside House, mm-hmm. and I mean she fucking, oh my, so I was I was brand new, I was a probie, is what we call them, a probationary firefighter. I was a probie. I had no fucking clue what I was doing. It was yeah. a residence fire. It was it was rocking. It was one of the hottest fires I've still to this day ever been in. And she just fucking, she was like, I mean, she had been on probably 20 plus years. And she was just like, hey, she's like, hey, head to the front door. We got possible entrapment. We're fucking, we're going for it. Once I get up there, we're going in. I'm like, all right, and we're an engine company. So I brought the hose in to put the fire out. I mean, dude, she fucking ran that show. And um, we've had conversations since, man. I mean, again, we got a ton of chicks on the job who are just badass motherfuckers. They are kick ass well, that's good to know yeah well i, I mean fucking not that I you obviously have female uh cops and you know but firefighters you almost never see a uh, female firefighter. well I'm, like i said at about 15 1500 people I, I would assume it's probably about five percent okay. okay and there's some badass chicks man <laughs> fuck yeah they're yeah. awesome they kick ass well so i get on the airplane right back on Southwest flight F F sixteen seventy seven or whatever, <laughs> um, and and I I tell the, the lady the, the the flight attendant <laughs> that I say the last plane I got on I I jumped off of you know she's like what she goes excuse me <laughs> I go yeah I go, I go I go the last plane I, I got on a plane this morning and I jumped out of it <laughs> shit went nuts babe it was here's what happened it was so cool I fucking like, the, just let me let me get my sexy pheromones on you from all this bo. The, the fucking right the the right wing went out and fucking engine failure in both engines. Before you know it, I got fucking six fucking free beers on the way to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I got six, but I got me. at least two or three. Yeah, I grabbed two kids in each arm and we fucking backflipped out of that bitch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We landed in the Hudson. I'm sure you've heard about she, it. She goes, honey, I spend all day in the air and I would never do that. <laughs> I was like, "Well, baby, you should try." I don't know if you ever heard of the movie Sully, but yeah. they didn't—they didn't hit the part where I fucking backflipped out of the plane with two kids in each arm and fucking ran them ashore. Well, I tell you what, uh, <laughs> I tell you what, 
Was that was that it? Was that the story I wanted, or was that getting to the was that getting to the juicy stuff? Give me the juice. No, nah, I think we wrapped her all up. I think we wrapped her up. I think that's probably enough. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Oh, this is this has been a hot minute. Hot um, minute. So. Good job, everybody. Podcast. Oh, um, dude, I got stories for days, man. I bet. So first, do you, so she. First interview of the Easy Peasy Podcast, Holly and Jr. So it. good. Fun stuff, bud. So good. We nailed it. Uh, fucking nailed it. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Uh, thanks for coming. I'll talk dude, to you. Dude, thanks for having us, man. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you got this podcast set up, man. It's some. It's gonna be some good shit. I think if this is any uh, any indication, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be some good stuff, bud. All right. Adios, y'all. Sign off. See you guys.